forever. Dog. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? It's another episode of The Best Show. What's going on, everybody? This is the show that can't be topped. It's the show that will never be stopped. You wanted the best. You got the best. It's The Best Show, baby. And we're here on another Tuesday night in August of 2023. Big show tonight. Todd Barry swinging by. Going to say hi. Tell us all about his new special. Maybe take a call or two with Todd. If you get your calls in at 201-989-0012. Time's a-wasting. And also, news about AP Mike. What's that all about? Get ready for that and so much more on The Best Show. Play the theme. It's the best show. What are we doing tonight, everybody? Hey, how's it going here on a Tuesday night? It's August 29th of 2023. How are you doing tonight here? Is it hot enough for you? It's 100 degrees here. 100 degrees. Burning up. We just heard Poo Sticks from their album Multiple Orgasm. Their cover of one, two, three, red light. They're the best, Pooh Sticks. Swansea Sound is the new band uh, that Hugh and Amelia have. We'll play something from them later in the show. But I'm just going to get right to it. Let's get right to it. You don't. You don't go to a buffet and not eat the the filet mignon. You don't go. You get soup rolls no and like that on the best show we have a guest who is like filet mignon when the comedy world bring my guest in please todd barry is gonna be here can you believe it this is exciting todd barry he's coming in he's got a new special out he's got a new special out it's great I watched it. It came out yesterday. I watched it today. It's one of the best things I ever saw in my life. Let me get him in there. Tom's not eating beef again. Tom ain't eating. I look at the chat. Is Tom eating beef again? No, I'm not eating beef. You people need to calm down. People need to calm down. Oh my God, look at this. So I live and breathe. 
It's the Todd Barry. Have a seat, my friend. One goes on one ear. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. This is not your first headphone rodeo. There you go. There you go. That looks good. Oh, we're tangled for a second. Hold on. I know now you're violating union rules and look at that. There we go. We can we can deal with that. We can deal. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Todd. Whoa, it's loud. Barry. We'll turn it. You can see which look which button has your thing in it. See which one the accord goes to. You can turn oh, it down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I promise not to yell also. I think it's not How's that? Can you hear it going down? Is it going down? Yeah, it going? There you go. That. You get it to a comfortable level. Yeah, this is a, this rock's good. Yeah, I'm going to need you to get up on that mic, though, just like you were on stage. Okay. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. Today, Todd Barry. Yeah. I watched Domestic Short Hair. You watched the whole thing? The whole thing. What'd you think? Two thumbs way down. Bar has just been raised. <laughs> really? I'm serious. It's, it was amazing. Oh, it thank was you. So much fun. It's so great. Thank you. Yeah. Are you happy with it? I am. You know, I just it's one of those things where you look at it when you're editing it like four thousand times, and then you're mm-hmm. like, I don't even know if any of this is good or not. But but you kind of know it's good though a little but bit. But at the same time, it was very good. It's you. Yeah, it's good. Like if you kind of close and you look, you're just like, who's this? This is very funny. And you look at, oh, it's me. You go, oh my god. I remember that. I remember that shirt. Uh-huh. How uh how long does it take you now to do like if you're going to do cuz it's a, these are hour long things. Yeah. It's like it's like the the industry is like, "Oh, here's my hour." You know what though? That's changing a bit. Yeah. And my this and clocks in at 51 minutes. Mm-hmm. I probably would have cut it down to 48 maybe. Okay. But um now I don't think because if you're putting something on YouTube, no one's going to be like Where's the hour, you know? Yeah. Like we need to fill an hour on yeah. YouTube. I want so, my money back. So I think people don't care as much. And mm-hmm. also, they're not watching the whole thing often. But still, you you you, you want it to be. You don't want it. This is not, these are not five-minute bursts no, of, no, of no. webisodes no, or something. No, no, no. These are statements right. to some degree. Right. But, yeah. So what was your... You were asking how me... Long, how long does oh, it take? Oh, it takes me years. 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 Because the last one was... Spicy honey, which yeah. was years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but this one, this is great. This is funny. This is the funniest thing you've done, maybe. Really, it might be. It might be really because it's you now doing what you do. You're just in control of it. Okay. You know what I mean? You're in control of That's it. That's good. You know when it's time to zig, and you know when it's time to zag, <laughs> and you go to the slides with a cat. Oh, don't spoil alert it. Well, okay. That's not a huge it's, spoiler. It's like he, he's got a cat. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of part of the whole. But anybody who follows you on social media. Yeah, they see that little cutie. Kind of got a heads up about the yeah. cat. Yeah. You um, once complimented my cat. Um, What was the cat? The place, Lanai Cat Sanctuary. The Lanai Cat Sanctuary, uh, which I will say, by the way, 
Lanai is next to Maui, right. which just got rocked by the fires. Right. The Lanai Sanctuary is this amazing cat sanctuary. It has like 200 cats. No, 600. 600 cats. Sorry to correct you, but 600. 600 cats. <laughs> well, they might have broken out a special 400 when they knew Todd Barry was coming. Got, yeah. They're just like, uh, we got the regular 200 here. Oh, Mr. Barry, right here they open a door and 400 <laughs> new All the plus ones cats. came in. <laughs> yes. But it's this amazing sanctuary on the island of Lanai, which is relatively unpopulated. Yeah. You have to take like a a, a, a a ferry. You take a ferry across and then you just get like a, a cab, which is just a, somebody drives people uh-huh. around the island. And you go to this cat sanctuary. It's the most amazing thing. These cats are in everybody's in perfect health and they're all yeah. having fun and they're living their best lives. And they give you a bag of treats, free treats, and you just sit down and you're covered with cats. Yes, they see you coming from a mile away. Yeah. So if you like cats, it's, it is heaven on earth. Yes, but I will say, I I heard they could use some help because tourism is down, obviously, in yeah, Maui yeah. because of the tragedy, which means by uh, tourism is down in Lanai, right. which means they're getting less visitors. So if if people are so so inclined, check it out. And if you're looking to donate to an animal charity, that's a pretty good Yeah, one it now. seems like a pretty rock solid one. Because they set these cats up and there's people adopt the cats. It's, yeah. But it's, it's truly amazing. So yes, I I know you went there. I saw you, you had the – did you have pictures of it or you had the shirt, I think? I had a cap on, but I have posted pictures of me sitting down in a chair with six cats on me. Yeah. That was the most amazing thing when you look in the – can't see the bag suddenly you're just like yeah you're buried you're like a like it's like you're a superhero whose power is <laughs> attracting cats this would be like ant-man but for cats exactly <laughs> or aquaman but for cats um so todd your cat's name is michaeline michaeline and how did you come up with the name michaeline i didn't i was at, i got her from the aspca and i saw this you know i I got to say, I I almost made one of their nice volunteers lose their shit because I was uh-huh. so indecisive. Okay. It was like this 20-year-old young woman is showing mm-hmm. me around. She's very sweet. And I'm kind of like, I kind of wanted this one. I don't know. Because yeah. it was, you know, when you have 35 kittens in front yeah. of you, it's hard to just go, that's the one. You just, you do, you do, you weren't just immediately getting that thing. But then I just got, I saw this little thing and I saw her name. It said Michaeline. Mm-hmm. And she just looked like this little shy cat. Okay. And I said, all right, we're, we found her. So that was the inherit. You took the, the, yeah, yeah. the shelter. Yeah. I kind of liked it. And I, I, uh, <laughs> it's funny because I went on Google for some reason and looked up my own cat to see if mm-hmm. she, and I found ASPCA Michaeline. And this was a 10 year old cat. And like, she's like four months old. Yeah. So I call, I go, and then I thought, oh, was there a mix-up? Yeah, like like in the nursery. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I actually contacted the ASPCA. They go, oh, we you uh, reuse names? Yeah, you reuse Michaeline. Like that's Michael, there. Look, there's a lot of cats. Because I looked it up, it's like the seventeen thousandth most popular baby name. <laughs> I feel like you could have got yeah. sixteen thousand ahead of them. Then you could have just if you because knew. usually it's. Sprinkles, yeah, splotches. Yeah, I didn't want. I mean, it's a little, it's it's a little long for a name, but it's 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 pretty. It's nice. No, I think it's a great name. Yeah, I think it's a great name. So what what there's a special domestic domestic short hair, uh-huh. which is on YouTube, YouTube on all things comedy's YouTube channel. And this is as free as the day is long. It's as free as I'm not getting paid for it. That sounds. <laughs> 
When does that turn around? You get a certain amount, then they're huge. Then, they're, then it's like a slot know. machine. It's my first. Pour. No more money. No more money. Yeah. Then I'd be like, guys, I, uh, slow it down, guys. You're going to put me in the new tax bracket. Let's pull it down for a couple of months. Just to, <laughs> yes. I just need to read you. I need to recalibrate my life. Yeah. Um, what was the, is there, is there a, what's the thinking behind doing the YouTube thing, which a lot of people are doing more and more now? Um, well, it's sort of, <laughs> the thinking was Netflix didn't buy it. Amazon didn't buy it and HBO didn't buy it. So, so is, I see the strategy. Out, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a lot of people are putting their specials on YouTube and also yeah. Netflix is turning down a lot of people. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, it's not, uh. In, that insulting to me, but it was it would have been nice. But look, it would have been nice. It's their loss. But you get to on Netflix, they don't tell you your numbers, and mm -hmm. YouTube, you get every little get every number, and there's yeah. no there's no comments on on Netflix. Yeah, that's true. Now you get people. Well, saying, that's Todd rules. Yeah, best one yet, Todd. <laughs> can't stop. Literally, can't stop. Are laughing. these your comments? And you put this is gonna be me. <laughs> yeah. So the special. Mm -hmm. Again, it's so, it's it's so great, Todd. Thank you. You, you did it again. Thank you. Because you've been doing this for, I look. I've been the biggest Todd Barry fan for as long as can be. I was there in the sidecar days. Oh I was there at the Luna Lounge. That's eating. true. It's crazy how long I've been doing it. It's, it's cool that you've been the, you've been with me on board for the Todd train. For I'm joking. <laughs> exactly. Imagine You're, I suddenly uh, talk like that. Yeah. So I want to thank my Toddaholics for sticking with me all these years. When people have their nickname for their fan base, it's just like That's very funny. like inf infantilizing. <laughs> like, want to thank my maniacs for hanging out with me, the Toddsters. <laughs> the Toddsters, you've been on board this whole time. I wouldn't be here without you. That's always the. It's like, man, eh, it might be. You. Could, it's nice that you're here. I could still do it without you. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, why don't you keep to yourself? Because yeah, you've seen you've seen the New York comedy scene, especially. Mm -hmm. It has changed over and over. It's it's bonkers. Just comedy in general, but it's specifically New York. It's like it used to be. You came up in the alternative era, but you were like a stand-up. Yeah, more. You were not like you were trying to do proper. Yeah, stand up, but you'd play with things, and you'd have things where you'd bring your right. credit card right. statement you were on there stage for that one? and analyze that exactly. And I, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh wow, yeah, you were just like uh, Doctors Without Borders. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> generous, and you're just like pointing out all the people are saying the toddlets, the toddlets. There you go, the fan tods, fan tods, the toddlers, toddlers, the Tadagachis. <laughs> toddlers might be good if you're just like I want to thank my toddler army we're maybe ta maybe tadagachis might be the the tadagachi. it's a little weirder yeah exactly it's just got to no like it's for the real heads it's like my act it's weird <laughs> <laughs> but you you kind of had a foot in both yeah camps a little bit yeah i mean people i mean i used to people oh, you could do both kinds of rooms like what do you mean both kinds of rooms like mm -hmm. the room with chairs and the other room with chairs i mean it's, <laughs> i don't know but there's the rooms that are maybe a little. See, this is the thing that's lost on me. I could never do. There's that thing where certain comedians like I want to go into a room where no one knows who I am, no mm -hmm. one likes me. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Like I might want to go where somebody likes me a little bit. 
I was once hosting a show at a this place called the Boston Comedy Club, which mm-hmm. was around in New York, weirdly. And I was emceeing. This is back in the day. And it was a terrible crowd from the beginning. And David Tell came in and kind of just looked at me and he goes, I'm going to come back when they get really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like he wanted to, like they're awful now but i want to wait till they get terrible and then i'll go up mm-hmm. so yeah but it was like you understood the alternative side yeah. of things but you were also doing proper stand-up right i mean yeah i, I tried to always try i tried mm-hmm. to try yeah yeah i know you're not gonna name names <laughs> you're not gonna know. we're not we're not here to play gotcha it's not a gotcha it's not it's not 60 minutes we got him clip it clip me getting todd send it to every a special thing get it up on a special thing todd, immediately todd barry slagging other comics left and yeah. right todd barry's got knives out with todd barry <laughs> um no but it but it's a kind of a thing that was that frustrating for you? What was that like for you? Where you're just like doing the work, and and there's some people just going up being like, blah, 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 blah. like "Well, I mean, here's my sandwich that I, I got at Katz's." I I mean, I never had a problem with someone who's just different. I mean, I yeah. I like that someone's different, and yeah, I mean, I love those alternative the good alternative rooms where the audiences were great, they were smart, yeah, they weren't eating onion rings, mm-hmm. that, and yeah. there you know there wasn't distractions. Mm-hmm. But there was a certain amount of comedy that I thought was just like in love with itself and yeah. also just sort of like glorified laziness in a way. Like just like, yeah. hey, oh, you're what are you putting effort into that? Yeah. Kind, yeah. The the thing that <laughs> exactly kind of I'm trying a little bit here. Yeah. The thing that would get me would be when somebody would go up and they'd be like but then they do like a knock knock joke or and mm-hmm. it's like they go, That was terrible. And they 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 tell you how bad it was first. It's like, well, maybe don't say it. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it's if you know how bad it is, yeah. that one was awful. I've probably come close to doing that, but no. But you hold to the thing. You hold to the thing. <laughs> but then on the other side, you have those road dogs, and mm. you are a bit of a road dog. Your book was about being a road dog to mm-hmm. some degree, mm-hmm. right? Was it Hattie? Thanks for. Hattiesburg, yeah, right? Longer than my cat's name. What was the full title? Thank you for coming to Hattiesburg. Thank you for coming to Hattiesburg. It's still available. It's still for available. Purchase. Yeah, people love the audio book, mm-hmm. but maybe people like the book book also. But it might sure. be a good audio book. I like the book. I like the book. It was you. You took it seriously. Yeah, you wrote a real book. You didn't. It wasn't just like tweets. <laughs> Like those, that was the best one when, when people's books were like. Oh, I would have dreamed to get that. Could you imagine if anybody, look, if anybody asked me, I would have done it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I never would have done that because nobody wanted me to do it. That'd be just funny where you're like, I got a deal, a book of my tweets. I got to go to this coffee shop. I'm renting office space to sift through my tweets. <laughs> my assistant <laughs> is printing my tweets out. <laughs> All right, no, no, maybe uh-huh. this is a yes. These are maybes. These are the no's. This is the next tweet book. The babies are the second tweet book. <laughs> it's like, no, but it, you, you, it's a, it's an interesting career you've, you've, you've been putting together and you've been going for yeah. what are you, 30 years deep now. 30. I'm in my 36th year. 36th year. Yeah. Cause you started down in Florida. Started down in Florida. Yeah. During the comedy boom of the eighties. Yeah. And that was when you would see a, a young Dan Whitney. 
Wow. How do you know about Dan Whitney? I'm a, Todd, you know I'm a comedy fan. I, wow. go, I go back. Dan Whitney, for those of you who don't know, is Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> yes. He drove me to one of my first paid gigs and is either a Firebird or a Camaro. And was that as Dan Whitney? Yeah, as Dan Whitney. And then he started doing that other thing, I think, when I left Florida on the radio somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then it just took off. And... Was there a day when suddenly he showed up? He's just like, oh, I'm Larry, the cable guy. Now. Yeah, I think so. I think that when he, he did it, when he'd call into this radio station, and then some okay. then people were like, well, why don't you book him as that, I guess. And then... So he was, da- he was Dan Whitney, but then he would be just kind of like, I do this character. Yeah, I'm... yeah, yeah. Yeah. It would be like if uh, my friend John... Yeah. So he like changed his name to one of, <laughs> pretended he was one of the characters yeah. from the show and never acknowledged that he was ever not one of the characters. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what Worcester did, but no, that would, it would trouble, that would trouble me, honestly. <laughs> I'd be very worried. So you're there in Florida. Uh huh. Who else is on the scene then that we might know about? You know, well? another person I started with is, uh, I didn't see him a whole lot, but it was Carrot Top. Okay. Scott. Scott Thompson, yeah. Yeah. And he was just kind of like, every once in a while, I'd see him at an open mic. Mm-hmm. Then he's another guy who's like, you just heard, hey, you just got like, you went to the NACA, you know, these NACA conventions where you get college gigs. You got like 500 colleges or whatever. And then, then he just, he's huge. But that was the thing that was, it's that's of the, of the past, these yeah. college things where you'd go and you'd be approved to play colleges. Well, you would, what you do is you would, you would go somewhere so they have like different conf- different regions. So mm-hmm. you'd go to like, you know, Boston or Columbus, Ohio or something. And then like all the area college student activity mm-hmm. nerds. Yeah. And they're the nerdiest of the nerds. I mean, okay. they would yeah. show up and I would see things like, and I, I never scored big at these things. I did like mm-hmm. two of them, two or three. Mm-hmm. But- I remember going on after I, I emceed one and one of the guys I brought up was a guy who just did like a medley of 80s hits. Okay. So it just started like, Tainted Love. And these people were screaming. It was Beatles on Ed Sullivan show mm-hmm. level of insanity. Be- but was it was there comedy in there? No, it was just the recognition of like, oh, I know those chords. Yeah. Oh, that song. Yeah. And it was just like, it was stunning. Yeah. That you were just like. Oh, wait, that's enough yeah, and like, to get by? And I'm like this genius craftsman of jokes. Exactly. This guy's like in the in the shop. But you also, you know. I The old master painter. Right. I also, I mean, how much, how fun could that be? Maybe it is fun just playing. You ever think like that? Like people are like, well, no, I took, you're like, no, I took the right path because, yeah, it's harder. But, and sometimes you're just like. Wait, did I take the right path? <laughs> like, there's people who just like, no, I took the easy path. Yeah. I got a lot of money. I don't do it anymore. Right. Like, I'm done. Yeah, like, I should have, maybe I should have learned Tainted Love on the guitar and taken <laughs> it from there. It'd be great if you started Into now. Hungry Like the Wolf. Yeah. Get that drum kit up there. Oh, yeah. Because you were also a drummer, as people yeah, as know. Terrible the chant. Drummer. The Ter- chant. Terrible drummer. Chemical Imbalance fanzine had a single <laughs> oh, that was, right? I think you're right about that. It's chemical Imbalance. Todd, I was there. It's weird that you remember shit that I don't remember. Am I allowed that's to curse? That's what a fan does. Okay. I'm fanboying I out. I know, you're freaking out. <laughs> no, I, I'm freaking out. Yeah, I, I can barely hold it in. Um, no, you were a drummer in like an indie rock band yeah. down in Florida yeah. that- was on a single Chemical Imbalance was the magazine that um uh, Mike McGonagall did. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he's in, he does a magazine now called um, Maggot Brain for Jack White's for Third Man Records. Okay. Mike has a magazine now he does. It's a great magazine worth checking out. Um, But he would put 45s out with each issue. And you were on one that had like, I think like Sonic Youth on it. I think you're right. It was Sonic Youth on one side and us on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot it's about that. Real... I have that somewhere. Yeah. It's probably worth something, maybe. You can't. So look, and here's a picture up on the oh, screen. I was so ran... putting up an REM yeah. with a young Todd Barry. <laughs> I ran into Mike Mills the other night, actually. Really? Yeah, at a bar in New York. Okay. And I chatted with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was kind of like, hey, I go, Mike. He was, yeah, hi. And he like he didn't recognize me. I go, Todd Barry. Yeah. Oh yeah, hi. And, and he then he lost his no, he lost his mind. No, he uh, yeah. But I showed him the picture. And, uh-huh. and yeah. it was uh, it was just kind of like hey, I met you in 1984. You don't remember? I have a look. But I actually did. Um, I did Scott Ackerman's podcast in San Francisco. Okay. Where he had an REM cover band, mm-hmm. and he flew in Peter Buck. Wow. To surprise them. Okay. And Peter Bucks yeah, actually did it. And then, yeah. But I showed him the picture also, and he's like, oh, text that to me. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I saw REM. They were playing in New Jersey at Rutgers University. They played the student center, basically the food court. Uh-huh. And I was 14. Yeah. My parents dropped me off, and I went in, and so it was the most amazing thing. Let's Active open. Oh, man. I saw them together. And it was amazing. Then I saw them the year later. They were playing Rutgers. They were doing a free show. Uh-huh. And I went there and saw their their bus. Like, oh, my God, R.A.M.'s bus. And I went after the show. I stood outside the bus. And then Peter Buck and Mike Mills come down to say hi to some the kids. Mm-hmm. And they're signing autographs. I have nothing. I'm just like, what do I have? And I have. I take my wallet out. And when you're 15. Yeah. Nothing. What do I have in my wallet? Right, right. Like, you have literally nothing. You might as well not have the wallet. (laughs) So I find my folded up report card. Oh. And they sign the back and they write, stay in school. Oh, really? Peter Buck. Oh. It was a sweet, sweet moment. Did you stay in school? I did because they told me to. I was I was right on the verge of dropping out, and <laughs> at night I would stare at that, that signed report card. Oh, did yeah. they look at your grades before they said stay in school, or didn't they? They might have. They will if they if they if they did turn it around. They probably would have said, "You can eh, quit school." Flip a coin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, not school's not for everyone. Exactly. That'd be funny to write that on the report. <laughs> school's not for don't everyone. don't jump into society's norm that you have to be in school. Yeah. And we're getting look at the the people, Todd. The people running this show between Wes and Brett and Andrew, they put these things up now. This is that that was this is that era when they were doing the free college oh, shows. Okay. It was crazy. Do you ever look up cover bands doing on like YouTube? Like, there's an Italian cover band that does "What's the Frequency, Kenneth?" That's, really? That I've watched it probably six thousand times. <laughs> no, that's but, amazing. Uh, just wanted to mention real quick that is the show. Uh, the that's are... literally the show. That's Rutgers. Oh, that's really? Rutgers, 1985. Oh my Wow, god. look at that. Maybe you'll see me hiding from these kids dancing. Oh my god! If they... there's people dancing around, I would have been like, I can't. I don't want to be near any of this. The dancing's ridiculous. Yeah, they were really going for it back then. 
Now, Todd, you famously did the shortest episode of Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Was it the shortest? Legendarily. I don't the know. The shortest it, one. Was it was like 14 minutes, I think. And it seemed way longer. <laughs> what was that process like? What is the process? Because look, a Jerry Seinfeld gets a Todd Barry in a thing. <laughs> he knows your things about precision. He doesn't need the the the, the chaff. Well, what happened was he I I always knew him just a little bit to say hi to him, but sure. not friends on any level. Mm-hmm. And I just get this call out of the blue. Like mm-hmm. I was like in a frozen yogurt shop, mm-hmm. and I see this call. I don't recognize number. I let it go yeah. to voicemail. Yeah. Hey, Todd, this is Jerry Seinfeld, and then he yeah. he was left a really funny message, which I saved, and it's just like. I remember uh, getting a call from the Tonight Show and uh, mm-hmm. asking me to be on it. He goes, this, "This is not quite the same type of call," but he mm-hmm. said, and he was being funny, sure. Or he maybe said this is a similar type of call, and he said, "I would love to see if you want to get a coffee and do my show." So he pulls up and, but he got my number somehow. And called himself. He didn't like okay. have a manager or call. Well, that's me. cool. Yeah, that was yeah. Real. And he, what did what did you ride in again? I I saw the episode. I think it, it's an MGB or something. That's like a, like this British sports car yeah, or yeah. something. Because yeah. he he called me and we talked, and he said. Then he called me back. He was oh, what um, is there any car that you have any sort of connection to? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know, I'm a big car guy. I go, <laughs> I go, I don't think I've ever been in a sports car in my life. Okay. And he's like, he goes, all right, I can work with that. Yeah. And then he shows up in your apartment, and uh, yeah, and, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, I've only watched it once because mm-hmm. I, I kind of don't know if I like the way it came out, but well, you don't have to watch, you, you did it. I know, but normally that's um, I, I don't, I mean, he went for a certain joke, mm-hmm. which, which was that I didn't talk at all, and okay, he edited that way, and but oh, pe- I get what you're so it kind of look, that's the magic of editing. You can tilt the right. narrative even right. just by this many degrees. You can reframe the whole thing, right? And then you get these, you know, hate comments. It's the way you did the worst episode. It's like you won't no, you didn't do talk to the editor or yeah. about it. You don't... Not even remotely yeah. the worst episode. But you I was, uh, you know, I it's like I'm a pretty shy person, mm-hmm. and you know, so if he's in the car with Leno, who he's had dinner with three thousand times, exactly, there's yeah. going to be a rapport that's not going to yeah. happen with me. Well, that's exactly it. And there were also these car dudes, and they're going to talk right. all about the camshaft, right. whatever. Right. Like I don't know, car. All I know about a car is like, please let it work. Yeah, that's all I've ever wanted from my cars. Like, right, continue to work for me, please. Right, and then I will reward you by. By saying goodbye to you at some point and getting another one <laughs> that I will like, I just couldn't imagine being into cars. Look, now they're putting the car. This is oh, you. Yeah. And yeah. Look at that car. Look at that. But uh, I still, it was really fun doing it. No, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing because it's a very short list of people. Yeah, yeah. That get to do it. And I was really like, I didn't even know how I was on his radar for that. And mm-hmm. then I. Well, where would where would he where does he go up versus where you go up regularly? What what's that like? Where where like when you're working out stuff? He, I mean, he he usually goes on this place, Gotham Comedy Club. Okay, but I've gone on after him at Gotham Comedy mm-hmm. Club, and it's I love going on after the the famous drop in guests. Sure, because you just say anything, uh-huh. and they're like. Ah. Because it's just the, the they're just ride you ride the wave yeah, that they're the afterglow like, of yeah, yeah. the famous person. Yeah. Remember when all those? Well, I guess it's. A, remember when like that when there was like all those actors were becoming comedians. There was like that wave of it where it was like, oh, the mean girl from Little House on the Prairie right. is doing, and Skippy from 
Family Ties. Yeah, Skippy from Family Ties was a comic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his... Were you there for any of that stuff? No, but I remember what I was there for was there was this time when like soap stars would do... I mean, it's a, uh-huh. it's a cakewalk because mm-hmm. you just show up, you do your stand up to the screaming, you know, mainly women, I'm guessing, in the audience, sure. and then do a Q&A or something. Like you padded yeah, out what did Brad, when is Brad and, and Susan going to get, you know, yeah. whatever, I don't know, <laughs> just, whatever soap reference yeah. I can make. Mm-hmm. And then they just fucking take the money and pack and the just, place. And it's like no bombing involved, I don't think. Yeah, because they've removed any element of risk from the equation. <laughs> right. And I mean, I... Yeah. You know, imagine you put that soap star in a thing where if it just said comedy on right. a board on a sandwich board outside and people just walked in, then it would be right. Who are you? You're terrible. <laughs> Which is why I've always been fascinated by that Andrew Dice Clay one where he, the, he bombed. The yeah, day the laughter died. I listened to a little of that, but oh I, my, I listened to it. That's my version of your what's the frequency, Kenneth? Uh, <laughs> Italian band doing that because he put a thing up around the holidays at Dangerfields mm-hmm. unannounced. Yeah. And he also had no prepared material. Right. And, and those he like, bombs so hard. I think it's like 30 people in the room. And, oh my God. It's terrible. And it's two, two discs, isn't two it? Two discs, two okay. hours long. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of, kind of a bold thing to do. Oh, I think it's, and it's, it's, he was at the, peak of right. his it's fame a, at it's that a point. weird choice yeah and a cool weird choice because it's in a way he's saying like i do stand up now and people just scream they're not even like laughing anymore they're just reacting well that's why steve martin quit stand up yeah because it just got to be he couldn't mm-hmm. grow and he couldn't yeah it just became this goofy he could fan. Have found somewhere. Yeah, I know. He could have played smaller places. See, that's it. Whenever he's like, oh, I couldn't figure out where to yeah, play. Yeah, it's true. Like, I'll he didn't tell have, you where you could play. You know, Richard pl- Pryor was doing it. Yeah, don't play a hockey arena. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, can't work the new stuff out yeah. at MetLife Stadium. But I, I could see, like, where you just walk out and they're just yelling shit. Like, oh, it, it must have been infuriating that, especially when you're in a place that big and the sound is like, Mm-hmm. Carrying and it's like what what it like the laughter's rolling back to you like yeah, yeah. slower because there's they are a half mile away from you at right, some point right yeah there's just no zero connection. I have a semi funny dice story if you want to hear. Oh please, it's it's only semi funny. But I was on a flight with him, uh huh, and he was sitting ahead of me. Yeah, and he was kind of chatty with the uh, with the kid, the guy sitting next to him. It seemed okay. like he was like starting conversations with him, mm-hmm. but it. And just the plane lands, he turns and goes, it's over. He said to you? <laughs> no, he turned and oh. when the plane landed, he oh. turned to the guy who said, it's over. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I mean, just the flight. The flight is over. We did it. It's over. Like, it's a weird no. thing to say when the flight lands. <laughs> he, did we ever name names on that story? The one that our friend told in the comedy store parking lot, anyone? I'm going to say without names, because I don't know if we name names. A friend of yours and mine, New York comedian actor, was uh-huh. here uh-huh. working on a um, working on that that sitcom. The the it was John Daly. We said it. We said John Daly told the story on the air. John Daly was working on that show that took place at the comedy store. Right, right. The I'm show dying up here. I'm dying up here. Yeah. So he's hanging out at the comedy store, trying to get the vibe mm-hmm. for the place. And then he sees a comedian that he knows in the back 
in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I'm going to go say hi. He's talking to some other guy. I'll go say hi. And he sees the back and, and it turns out it's a dice. It's the other person. And he goes, Hey man, how you doing? And he's like, and dice turns to him. He goes, walk away. Really? And he goes, Oh no, I just wanted to say hi. Walk away. Oh wow. That's disappointing. <laughs> John just like, it's kind of the best version of it in a strange way that you could get to be completely shut down by Andrew Dice Clay in the rudest possible yeah, way. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. No. But I will be doing that to John Daly next time I see him. You got to say walk away. Walk away. And you're like, oh, did you hear the story? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just want you to walk away. I just want you to walk, yeah. So what's, look, Todd, we have a limited amount of time. I know. I gotta this go. guy, he comes to L.A., the calendar fills up. I'm looking on social media. He's hanging out with Marin's cat today. Yeah. He's got shows tonight. Yeah. Coming out here, it's a work trip when you come out here. It is. I write it all off my taxes. Exactly. This is all a write off, (laughs) right? You maybe buy a moped and you write it (laughs) off for research. You needed it for research. Um, You've been doing the tour. Yeah. Half crowd. It's called half joking tour. It's half crowd with half jokes. So now it's half. Yeah. Set material. Yeah. And followed by crowd work. Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing that. It's the, uh, I call it the, I clearly don't have a new hour tour, but uh, <laughs> I was just, it just popped into my head. I was like, I, I, cause I didn't know when this special was coming out because it's kind of filmed a while ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to do stuff from the special. Yeah. But I don't know when it's coming out and I don't write super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, well, like, why don't I do half and mm-hmm. half? And it's kind of a fun idea. And, uh, is that the rest of the year is going to be that? Yeah, rest of the year into the next year. Okay. And then I'll probably abruptly say, I can't do this anymore. And I'll retire. No, I'll, uh, then you do the I don't want to be like, I don't want to be the half crowd work guy for eternity. But. No, and that's a, that was the thing even for you very early when the, with the crowd work. It seemed like you were slightly wary of that becoming your identity because you've always been yeah. such a joke a written right joke performer yeah and suddenly to just like be it's kind of you're you're doing yourself a disservice on so as great as you are at crowd work you're doing yourself some a little bit of a disservice because you're just as great at the written material and the written right. material is what brought people to the table also. yeah i mean some people were, I mean, the advantage of that was that some people were like, wow, I didn't expect he'd be able to do crowd work. So when they mm-hmm. watched the special, they were yeah, blown away. Mm-hmm. They're just like, at this point, they're just like, what can't this guy do? <laughs> he can drum. He can pick a cat out. He's, he That's can one of my skills. Job. I can pick a cat out. Yeah. Give us, we got five minutes left before Todd's got to move on to the next thing. There, and here are the tour dates. Had the half joking tour. Yeah. Like in the special, the new special domestic short hair. Yeah. You start to do some crowd work and then you're just kind of like, yeah, I don't think I want to do crowd work. Yeah, I did. It's, there's a few minutes of crowd work in it. I kind of, I was almost thinking of cutting it all out. Then mm-hmm. I could be like, oh, I'm a crowd work guy. There's not a second of it in my new special. Then yeah. I said, who cares? Yeah. I remember seeing Don Rickles, mm-hmm. saw him a couple times. One time, me and my friend Joe saw him in in Pennsylvania. There's that casino that's like right over the, like it's a, wherever, whatever it was in New Jersey. It's like a Sands in uh-huh. the middle of like, <laughs> like yeah, just northern Pennsylvania. 
Don Rickles is playing, we get tickets. And then we're walking into the ballroom and we realize we keep going up, up, and we're like second row. Oh. And my friend Joe was like, this is terrible. And oh. I was like, are you kidding? This I'd is fuck, the best thing I would that fucking love to be ripped apart. By ever <laughs> happened to us. Please. And he patrolled the stage. He stopped two people. If he took one more step, we would have been right in his eye line and... I was just like, oh, if he only took one more step forward, we would have been oh, like yeah. cannon fodder for Don Rickles. I w- yeah, I would, I would love that. It's one of the greatest. He was, you know, I, it just I watch his stuff on YouTube. I talk to Marin about it a lot. We just, yeah, just like end up every conversation with Mark. We just end up talking about Don Rickles. On I YouTube. saw him when like I went to see him like when I was like fifteen. I mm-hmm. think I think my dad bought me tickets for uh, my birthday, mm-hmm. if I recall. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was fun. It was one of those great things where you almost don't realize the show is half over already because he's he's almost pretending that it's about to start. Yeah. And then it's like, no, he's been doing this for 40 minutes now. I think he's <laughs> winding down, actually. He sang a song, but he actually, it's almost acting like we're going to, the real show is a, right about the show, but it's just like, oh, no, this is the show. He's highest, to me, he's the... Uh, the top of the pyramid, and those Letterman appear. There's like five hours of yeah. Him on Letterman. He's very. I mean, it's sort of uh, it's, it's sort of reassuring to see like, oh, that guy was funny till in his 80s. Oh yeah, deep into his 80s. Yeah. like he even in the home stretch, he was not all there, obviously, but he could. He still knew how to do it. Yeah, yeah, the best. You know who's the best? I'll say this, Todd. Nobody, <laughs> but nobody is better. And this might be a little inside baseball. At working numbers into their comedy <laughs> number you. Oh, really? <laughs> Amounts when suddenly you say, and it'd be $1.3 million. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. You are the master of working that stuff into stuff. It kills me. Oh. Every time you work it in, because you're just like, you're painting reality when you say, there's a thing, I'm not going to spoil it, especially talking about people on reality shows getting a prize amount, and, and it's, they're unrealistic about, it's the funniest. That was, <laughs> it's, that was amazing. It's a great special. Thank you. Domestic short hair. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Yeah, for free. For free. What are you doing with your... Yeah, life? watch that and then watch something about like how to use your Amex credit card points for maximum value. <laughs> exactly. And your advice would be pick an airline, <laughs> right? Pick an, air- pick I tell, an airline. I tell the listeners this all the time. Pick an airline. Yeah. Go get the credit card tied to the airline. Mm, I would disagree with you on that. You would. Yeah. Do you, I don't know if we have time to get into this. Real, real fast. Well, how would you... Why would I you would get a card that's flexible, like a Chase... Sapphire okay. card, because okay. you could use that for the airline, but you could also use it for Marriott and then, you know, other Hilton. You know. Okay. So. But if your goal is miles, if your goal is air travel, mm-hmm. get one tied to Todd is saying, get a flexible card that you can have points go to air travel or other to right. hotel. I mean, stays. you can still, you can earn the same amount of points. I can't believe we're talking about this. Well, that's the most fascinating uh, thing to me ever is this. But uh, Pick yeah. a rental car company. Yeah. And just have one, because then when, when there's a problem. You get to say, "Oh, I'm a member," right? And you might get it might get you out of a a, a spot. I'm a United Million Miler. 
I was coming up on a million miles with United, and I cashed them all out, Todd. What do you mean? I used every mile. Oh, no, I don't have them accumulated, but I mean lifetime miles. Oh yeah, I'm 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 coming. I'm I'm probably like twenty thousand away from that million miles. Yeah, you have to. Ca- it's smart to cash them out, like hoarding them because they're not getting interest or anything. No, I guess. And you, you, you the whole point of them is to eventually use yeah, them. Yeah. Well, Todd Barry, let's do a two-parter and do another. Let's just do one where we just talk about airline. The point. how-to, right? <laughs> the life hacks, Todd. I'm so glad you came by. Yeah, thanks it's for exciting. squeezing me in. Of course. The special is called Short Hair, Domestic Short Hair. Yeah, on it's YouTube. on YouTube. For free. And it's for free. Everybody's got to watch it. It's the best. Yeah. And you're the best. Thank you, Tom. Well, you're the best for, as well. well. It's very sweet of you to say. It feels a little... Transactional? Tacked, a, ta- a little transactional, <laughs> a little tacked on to the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I started with it. You reciprocated. But... Thank you for coming by, buddy. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Don't miss him on tour all year long. The Road Dog. Newly refurbished website. Newly refurbished. And it is. The website looks amazing. Oh, thank you. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Look at this. Look at star power. <laughs> Can only go downhill from here. Now it's mine to ruin. This is what I'm going to say. What did you think of that conversation, Pat? I was thrilled, and I learned a few things. Look at that. 50,000 points. And what did you think of that conversation, Mike? Very scintillating. Scintillating. 60,000 points because the vocabulary. And what did you think of that conversation, Jason? I'm really sad it ended. Oh, that 75,000 points for that one. And when it's Tom and it's Mike and it's Pat and it's Jason, that means it is what? Four Horsemen, let's play the theme. Well, when the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this mic needs more men, four men, horsemen. And that was it. Here come the horsemen, four horsemen. Okay. Oh, yeah, here comes the horsemen. Yeah, the four horsemen are here. How we doing? Cow! I will be honest with you. I didn't know there was harmonic in that until tonight. Because <laughs> I usually pot it down at about the 32nd mark. It's like That's an it. onion, Tom. It's a, it's a, it's an onion. I feel like it could still. You don't like it? it no, you still... just peel it. You, you get to it? more layers. Oh, I love onions. I okay. feel like the team could still be a little longer. I could make a longer version. Uh, I know what you think it like 10 minutes. I'm 10 sure minutes? you could I make could a longer. 10. That was not the, that was not the point here. Could Jason make it longer? <laughs> Mike. Yeah. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah. The best show is doing a 24 hour show on September 12th into September 13th. 
and we will be joined in Los Angeles by the one and only AP Mike. It's so exciting. It is exciting. You excited? Yeah, I am. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh Mike's going to fly. This is your first time in California. Never been to California before. That's true. And we're going to talk throughout the show tonight. What should Mike do in in Los Angeles? Yeah, I need ideas. I've been scoping out places. Um, You literally told everyone where you're staying, which probably wasn't the best idea, but Uh, uh, it's okay. Look, maybe they can stop by. We'll balance it out. You know. Give out Jason's address to balance it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't have to. <laughs> no, to balance no, it out. Out. No, no, it no. Out. I mean, it's a great idea. Jason, hold on. I'm going to get on my Give phone here. No. Hold on. Jason lives at 1616. 1616. Burbank Burbank Street. Lane. Burbank Boulevard. Yep. Apartment 13B. Back. <laughs> Come on by. Yeah, just knock on the visitors. door. Just keep he knocking. Visitors. Oh, I love them. He loves visitors. Yeah, I didn't give out a room number or anything. No, you didn't. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I have a feeling that room number might get given out before this trip's over. <laughs> now yeah. that ho- that ho- that motel, Mike, does have a shuttle that takes you to Universal. Mm-hmm. You keep talking. So. Okay, I gotta check one thing. Hold on. You keep you guys keep talking. Hold on. Okay. So okay. if you're like, I want to go to Universal. Or did he just tell us no stupid talk? What does he think we're going to do? I didn't hear it. I didn't. Hear I it. heard him say no stupid talk. Okay. But no, uh, the ho- the motel you're staying at is really good. There's a very good donut place next to it mm-hmm. that I highly recommend called Donut Prince. We're looking yeah, for donuts. I, think, do- I, we're I, think for I donut. saw that on the map. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. If anyone's listening, we're looking for donut sponsors too. For the yeah, well, oh, show. God, yeah. Don't, if you have a donut shop in LA or connect sponsor. to one, hit us up. The donuts out here are ridiculous. You can go anywhere yeah. and they're delicious. Yeah. But there are some places, especially in Burbank, uh, that I that I really do love. I Someone just in- watched that Donut King documentary. It was great. It's all about the the LA donut. What is experience. it about Winchell's or which it's, one is that? It about, touches or? on that. It's a, okay. it's about the um the guy who who basically started the trend of Cambodian owned gotcha. uh, donut shops. I need to watch that. I need which, to watch like, that. They pushed out Duncan in the seventies from even setting foot there. And it's my, a whole it's a whole tale. Mike, are you gonna go to uh uh Rainbow? And are you gonna go to Roxy and Whiskey A Go Go and Viper Room? He ain't going to any of these places. Yeah, yeah. I don't I I didn't write those go down. Go to Play some go slide go. guitar with Johnny Depp. What's he gonna do with the whiskey and go go. Room? Well, with, no. I mean Def Leppard could be playing. Was he gonna see Wasp? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, chances are very good Wasp is playing when he's here. Yeah. All right. Let, uh, was that I want stupid people, talk? I want people to call. No, it was not. It sounded very okay. intelligent. Okay. I want people to call 201. 989-0012 throughout the show and we can talk about where what Mike should do in Los Angeles. Now Mike last week you told us all the trick of the trade to um <laughs> yeah the angles. Mhm. And I decided this is one of the best things I ever heard in my life. What was the <laughs> angle you told us about last week? 
Well, yeah, always get the senior ticket when you're, you know, yeah. getting tickets on the app. That's right. You, when you go to the movies, you get the senior ticket. They don't check. Who's going to check? Yeah. yeah they're going to check. And if but they you... check, if they say something, if you get some lip, yeah. just tell them you hit the wrong button. Exactly. <laughs> what, Play dumb. What are going to do? Yeah. You're under arrest. <laughs> I'm an idiot. from this theater. No. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, you got me. No, you just say, I don't know. You say, oops. Mike. Yeah. I'm begging you for more Mike hacks. Yeah, I, I didn't have any readily available. But 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 I don't I guess you've heard the, the sad news, Tom. What's that? Uh Netflix is shutting down the DVD rentals. I did. I heard that. Okay. I only had 291 titles in my queue. Okay. So, yeah, I'm feeling kind of down. But I don't know if you heard this other thing about it, is that they're giving away because they're just going to try and get rid of their inventory. Mm -hmm. So I guess if you were a longtime renter like me, you know, chances are I'm going to get 10 free DVDs. Sent to you? Yeah, they're just going to send them out to people. Do you get to choose or is it just a grab bag situation? Yeah, that's the big question. And actually, I think it ends tonight. So people have to act on this quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking, you know, I may be completely wrong that maybe, you know, the three you have out, I I, I have the three, three a month or th- three rentals or whatever. And then so seven more. So I put the seven DVDs that I would like the most at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I you know, I don't know if that's going to make a difference, but, you know, I'm throwing it out there for our listeners. It to think about i love it you're gonna get last seasons two and three of the oc (laughs) that's That's gonna show up get on your netflix account if you had a physical dvd queue move the ones you really want to the top maybe you'll get them what's the last um dvd that you got in the mail mike well i actually and i'm i'm you know i'm gonna keep the three that i have uh it's the uh faulty towers Mm. uh first season okay I Isn't mean, that the I, only I, season? Didn't they no, just they did have 11 season? seasons? <laughs> Jesus. Well, maybe they only did do one. Uh, seven, I thought maybe there was seasons. two. No, there were 11. <laughs> there were 140 episodes. My God. Um, but anyway, I've, I've had it since March, and I think I've watched three episodes. <laughs> yeah. You might say the faulty tower these days is Netflix headquarters. Oh, I like that. That's wow, edgy my, and that's very you. topical. Pat, another 70,000 points. <laughs> um, Thank you. So move your things up. One of the DVDs I think I might still have is Trash Humpers. <laughs> I Good think one. I might have Trash Humpers. Uh, Harmony Corrin's epic movie, Trash Humpers. Well, after September 29th, you can officially add it to your collection. There's nothing they can do about it. Come get me, Ted Sarandos. <laughs> so that's a that's a mic hack. That's a grade A mic hack. Got any other ones? I do. Uh, actually, I'm going to give credit to Brett Davis gave me this one. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to put it into action. Okay. He said, when you fly into L.A., mm-hmm. 
that it's a good idea to cross over to uh, the In-N-Out Burger. Do you know where that is? To cross over, what, to go to the parking lot? Yeah, to, to go over to the parking lot of In-N-Out mm-hmm. to get to get the Uber over there. Dude, that's a long walk. Is it? Well, no, I, I kind of thought it, it would be a long walk, but. I, I've driven LAX a ton. I would not walk that, Mike. No, not in a million I've years. Got, I've driven to LAX two tons, twice as many tons as Jason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's my advice. You're going to get an Uber? How much How much is an Uber from LAX to Los Angeles proper? Well, here's the other first for me. Anybody this have an amount? The, What's an amount? What 30 to the $50. Price, price right? Rule? around 50. 50? Busy, yeah. uh, busy traffic, 50 bucks. If 50 not, yeah. bucks yeah. busy. Well, this is what I'm going to say, Mike. This is what you do. Mike, you get yourself a car service. That your is friend, true. Your friend Tom is going to cover that car service. I want you to come out of the gate and see someone holding a sign that says AP Mike. <laughs> I'm not joking. I, they come out AP Mike. You go to that person. They get your bags off the carousel, get you in the car, take you right to the place. Tom's covering the bill on that one. Thanks, Tom. And, and I, they'll pick I, you up from LAX. They'll get you so. right. Because LAX, you get on that Uber. That's a freaking nightmare. You go over to <laughs> yeah. some hellhole corner of the airport. Okay. Yeah, I'm serious. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare trying to get an Uber yeah. at LAX. Oh, but that okay. hellhole corner is much closer than in and out Burger. Well, Mike, you don't got to worry about an in and out Burger. You don't got to worry about that hellhole corner. Pick out, <laughs> pick out a car. In fact, I'm going to give you the name of somebody. We'll see. I have a car service that we do off the books a little bit, if you know what I mean. An Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, when, they, yeah. when an Uber driver just goes, here's my. You got number. a guy? When they just go, Here, Mike, I got to connect. Okay, I got great, a, I got a, a car service connect. I'm going to hook you up with my That'll pal, be great. Steve. You know, locals have a term for getting an Uber at LAX. What do they call it, Pat? They call it animal style. This is a Pat. What, what? What? I'm logging when off. When did this guy, <laughs> he turned into, turned to Henny Youngman all of a sudden. Hey, you guys hear about this one? Yeah. And suddenly we got the, the reincarnation of Henny Youngman on the show. Mike, that's what you're going to do. We'll sort that out off air. I'll get your trial, get your trip. I'll get the thing. And don't let any listener tell you they're going to pick you up. Oh, God. I don't, don't want do you that. ending. I don't want you <laughs> no, ending up Mike. in no collateral type situation. <laughs> yeah. I don't want no collateral situation where you're stuck in a car with a hitman. Oh, well, someone in the chat just says, uh, Tom, pick Mike up and record it for Patreon. Sure. Anything else you want me to do for Patreon? <laughs> Chop my arm off for Patreon? We could do that for Patreon, too. Yeah. I could get hit by a car for Patreon, or I could uh-huh. drink a <laughs> gallon of bleach for the Patreon yeah. also. Yeah. I'm trying to set the guy up so he feels glad, like he's respected. Think he wants to come out of the gate see me holding the sign? It's the last <laughs> thing he wants. Can we arrange the music for that car service so when he gets in, it's just like boom, 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 boom. Listening to any any no Randy Newman on this trip, no Randy <laughs> Newman. I want him coming out and they're playing in the car. Hair of the dog by Nazareth. That's <laughs> yeah. the music I want in the car. That'd be much better. I think that Randy Newman song is m- maybe the worst song about a town. 
uh, yeah, might be the worst song about anything. I want to tell you all, we're going to talk more about what Mike should do when he's in Los Angeles throughout the show. The Patreon, the best show Patreon. That's how you support the show. We got ad-free episodes of the show. We got video up there. $5 gets you the audio. $10 gets you the video. We got bonus content going up every Sunday. Make Mike Marvel going up. That's Mike and A and, and Brett Davis going through the Marvel oeuvre. And I want to just say one thing. My friend got a little lippy on Twitter last night. Tread lightly, my friend. Tread lightly. <laughs> uh-huh. Telling how, saying how he'd be better at it. Who? Never mind. You, you, we'll see in court. You know who. The defendant. <laughs> oh, he, he, my client yelled at me for misspelling Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, I'm a little, uh, okay. I don't know if I'm going to represent them anymore. Between you and your client. Now, yeah. the Patreon, we also have going up this Sunday, the return of Meet My Friends, The Friends. It's back. Meet My Friends, The Friends, this Sunday. Get ready. Is that correct? That's correct. This Sunday. And it's funnier than ever. <laughs> Got Ruben esque. We got yeah. Four Horsemen. Ask Tom Sharpling and Worcester Q and A. All sorts of stuff going up. We'll talk more about it throughout the show. We're going to talk all about the twenty four hour show throughout the show. I want to get into that. Um, Horsemen, stand down and stand by. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's go to the phones now. Back to the phones. We got some hot phones tonight. People have been very patient. Let's see who's on the hot phones. Hello, best show. Well, he has a lot of balls saying that, and you tell him to say it to my face next time because I'm sick of this. Hello? Oh, no. Tom, please. Tom, did you hear that? I did. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm what a terrible first impression to make. Tom, this is, uh, it's Captain in Soda Bridge. Ca- Captain? Yes, yes. Like, like, see, like, like Captain Crunch or? Like any, any uh, military person who hold, holds the office of Captain, yes. Gotcha, okay, okay. That's a very interesting first name. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, um, you know, t- technically, I- I'm not a, ca- a captain anymore um, a- after a-, a-, a very unfortunate incident. Um, 
you know, uh, I, I lost the title. Before that, I was the captain of the Soda Bridge Soda Cans semi-pro tetherball team. And I feel like the title still applies, so I still use it. Okay. And you said there was a an incident. Oh, yeah. And I will absolutely not discuss that incident. There's, there's just no way I'm going to talk about it. Well, Captain. No, zero. Captain, I got to say, it's very hard for you to put that out in front of me and then have me just kind of power past it as if you didn't say it. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, you know, I've had a couple sips of beer tonight, so uh, <laughs> I'm feeling a little wild, a uh, little loose lipped. So uh, basically, um, gosh, um, five years ago, the administrators of the National Tetherball Association made some very wild, very hurtful accusations that I posted, um, quote, flagrant life and reputation destroying untruths, unquote, about Commissioner Bortner and his much younger wife, Jasmine, and that I posted all that under the name Holden Farts. So you, that's what, that's what you were accused of? I, w- I was accused of, yes. And I, I vigorously and very powerfully denied those accusations. But, um, you know, then I was pulled over for driving a child's moped while nude. And, you know, suddenly everything after that I did, everything was suspect to everybody. So I couldn't catch a break. And basically that's, that's how my life as a captain officially came to an end. Sure. So that's, that's okay. That's, uh, that's how you got to the, uh, riding a child's moped nude. Naked. Yeah. 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 And you do vigorously deny all these charges though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Um, well, captain, um, Wow, I'm just noticing this picture of you. Oh yeah, yes. It's uh very, very uh. It looks like you're wearing you're wearing what seems to be a traditional, like naval hat. Isn't is that correct? Oh yeah, I am. So I mean, I guess. Judging by that, by that photo, you were also in the Navy. Oh well, um, define in. Define in. Um, yeah. Well, to be in the Navy, I guess the the in part of it would mean you were in enlisted and. And recruited and a, a, a proper member of the of the uh, of the Navy. I'm not sure how to say it. It seems like such oh, a well, well I, I came very close to checking all those boxes, but technically no. Um, I wasn't in the Navy, but I did attend the Army Navy game in nineteen eighty seven. Okay, well that's pretty far away from being in the Navy. My God, I was so trashed! Oh my God, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. I, 
I tried to beat up Army. What do you mean? Tried to beat up the Army. Like the Army football team. No, the Army. The Army. Like the actual Army. Yeah, the U.S. Army. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh my God. I was, I, I was pretty drunk. But I was feeling just amazing. I was, I was also on cocaine, but, um, they, the army was so mad at me that an entire platoon took turns stuffing me into a cannon and then firing it over and over again. Because you had, you had tried and I'm assuming failed to, to fight, to defeat them in combat. Yeah. Have you ever seen footage of like post 2000 hardcore shows where it's just these guys like almost doing martial arts where they're spinning around and they're and they're kicking and punching, you know? Yeah, like the goal, like there's not even any semblance of a goal of. Of having fun or not hurting anybody. Like they're not even pretending musical about. Yeah, no. Just, like, just swinging and, and yeah, kick. Like yeah. that facade is That's long gone. What I, okay. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much how I came at Army. Just like doing that. Okay. And, and it was just you. Just me. Yeah. And um, yeah, not a great idea. You know, and, and so basically the Army not only banned me from attending any further military functions, um, they took it a lot further. How, how much further did they take it? Well, the the two things that really hurt was they confiscated my copy of the Clash's Combat Rock album and, and also my camouflage jorts. They confiscated both? Yeah, and, and then to add insult to injury, Tom? Yeah, Captain? I'm forbidden to own or watch the film Stripes. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's so hard because two of my favorite lines, and probably uh, two lines that I think would probably be in your top twenty of all time, are in that movie. W- which ones are those? Uh, the first one is "Welcome to Italy," and the second one is "My God, I wish I was a loofah." That's writing. Yeah, that's why we're on strike. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, you just can't, you just can't, just can't get lines like that uh, out of thin air. Yeah, no one's doing that stuff in, anymore. Um, hey, switching topics. Have you ever been out here to Soda Bridge? I have never been to Soda Bridge. It's pr- it's pretty cool, and you know, just a little history. As you might know, um, this is where the original Dr Pepper plant was before its namesake and and founder, Doctor. Dr. Zachary Y. Pepper unfortunately got arrested for the attempted murder of baseball icon Ty Cobb. Do you, do you remember that? You hear about well, that? I don't remember it. I, I very vaguely have heard little, little tidbits of it. I don't know a whole lot about Soda Bridge, Captain. Okay. Well, the story goes that Dr. Pepper, whose real name was Dr. Zachary Y. Peppertini, um, He came home one day from from the plant, and he caught his wife going on a wiener hunt in Ty Cobb's very baggy baseball pants. God. That's an official term? 
Is that like a... Yes. That's what they called it back then, yeah. Okay. Now we call it a pant rummage, but back then it, it was a wiener hunt. Okay. Okay. So he, he, that's what he, that's what he came upon. Yes. Yeah. And and it's, which is crazy. Ty Cobb, odd guy to find attractive, right? Yeah. I'm not the first person I think of when, when I'm thinking of who's, who's handsome. No, He, he was one of those guys like Jesse Helms or Strom Thurmond or, Roy Orbison, who basically was never young. Like even when they were 14, they looked 38. Yeah. It's a real, it was a real phenomenon back then. Yeah. Just the, just the kids who were like, didn't just look older. They looked old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one was drinking water back then. I, I don't think people started drinking water until, you know, I think there's like free water is, you know, a- anything before, um, gosh, like uh, probably Colombo. You know, no one was drinking water in Colombo at all. And then post, you know, we started getting in bottled water back in the, in, in the late 80s. So, you know, it's, it's uh, people just weren't drinking water. So everyone was severely unhealthy. Just not a good time. What what were they drinking? Like like scotch? Yes. Like because that's always like they're always exactly, those. That's exactly that's exactly it. Yeah, like they always had these wet bars everywhere, where yeah. somebody would just pour them. So I cannot imagine what that must have been like for somebody to just in the middle of their day head on over to the wet bar and just pour yourself a drink like a hard drink i know yeah sometimes they had ice cubes in it but sometimes not yeah ice cubes would have been the closest thing to water for these people yeah yeah i don't know if you saw the recent interview that that uh duff mckagan did with sammy hagar where he admitted that from uh I think it was for for at least four years he didn't drink any water. I did not see that I interview. His, uh, I think his kidneys were on the verge of, of collapsing. Mm-hmm. I um. Mm, so mm, yeah, yeah. That's not the not the uh, epitome of health in a lot of ways. Uh, no. Uh. Uh-uh. So anyway, Doctor Pepper was furious, mm-hmm. and he was so furious. He made he made Ty Cobb eat his own baseball mitt. Wow, that's that's yeah. pretty intense. But in, in Dr. Pepper's defense, he did have the mitt professionally cooked and served as part of a balanced meal. Uh huh. That's that's like a little piece of history I didn't know. It is, it is, it is. And, uh, you know, I think our, our city slogan is great. I'm not sure if you know what it is. Do you? Uh, for, for Soda Bridge, I don't. Soda Bridge, an effervescent place to pop into sometimes. That's kind of fun, but it's also a little, little, uh, like, like, uh, it's like, it feels like it's pulling its punches a little bit. Well, you should have heard what it was before that. It got shortened. What was it? 
an effervescent place to pop into sometimes once in a while. Well, that's even worse. You're right. I see. That no. second sometimes and once yeah. in a while together is just too much. So bad. Very yeah. unwieldy. Um, yeah. Hey, how about Trump getting booked? Wild, huh? Yes, yes. So bizarre. And I heard that he was cranking damaged just like a minute before he got out of that SUV to have his mugshot taken. That's why he looked so intense. Because he was cranking Black Flag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one knows that that he listens to Black Flag to psych up for his his rallies. And, you know, sure, he comes out to YMCA or those dumb songs because he knows his stupid bass. They're not going to be able to handle Annihilate this week or retire to 21, right? No, no, exactly. I mean, he looks... Not trying to do make a joke here, I promise that. He, um... He looks thirsty and miserable in that photo. He does. He does. When do you think he last had water, Trump? Just straight up water, like a glass of water with no flavoring. Right. Um, six months ago. Sounds right. Yeah, I can see that. Like when he finished a glass of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had it yeah, between, he had it between like Diet Cokes. Yeah. Like Diet Coke, water, Diet I love Coke. on the, I love on the tape when he says, uh, bring us some Cokes. <laughs> That's a great impression. Thank you. Commands respect, right? It, it really does. Speaking of commanding respect, mm-hmm. I have a hypothetical for you that I think you'll love. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm all ears, Captain. All right. Everything about Lou Reed is exactly the same, but he's a high school gym teacher, not a musician. What is it like? Where is he teaching? On Long Island? Did he never leave Long Island? Uh he never, he never left. The exact same personality, acerbic wit, cruel streak, mm-hmm. but he works as a gym teacher and, and also a health teacher for that the entire time Lou Reed had a career as a musician. Does he have the same kind of like, is he also experimenting with, with substances throughout this period? No, that's what makes it. He has no access to that sort of thing. So he doesn't know that that world exists. Okay. He's, he's not at all hip or anything. So so he, all of that, whatever that kept at bay, mm-hmm. those substances or, or whatever they did to help him create. Okay. It, 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 none of that's there. So it's just pure Lou. I Mr. Would, Mr. Yeah. Lewis Reed. What would it be like? Okay. Let, let me, so do you want me to be Lou Reed now in a scenario? However you want to express it. What do you think it would be like? He's in the gym. It's 1978. When he would have been doing street hassle, now he's in the gym. All right, everybody gather around. Blowing a whistle. All right, everybody. Today we're going to play flag football. Do you know how to play flag football? 
be one of the kids, Captain. No. Uh, No. Of course you don't, because you're stupid. Well, if you listen, here's how you play flag football. We're going to put on these belts with some Velcro. And we'll play a game of football. Do you know how to how many downs there are in a football game? I don't know. Why? What, what's wrong with you? You don't know how many downs there are in a football game? It, well, well, I don't really follow sports. You know, I'm 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 uh, I'm 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 more into the academics of school. Coach I, Reed, I want you to go to the principal's office now. You tell him that Coach oh, no. Reed. Wants you to get detention. Is that about what, it would what? Be like? what did I do? I think that's exactly it. You annoy yeah, me. Yeah, and and like imagine, imagine him being a chaperone at the dance. Hey. Yeah. Stay up. You're too close together. I'll throw you out of here. Yeah. Do you want to get thrown out of co- the dance? He's, he's, he's teaching into the mid. 80s and he has he has the mullet yeah he would be like um who spiked this punch yeah it tastes like there's vodka in here at some point would he comment on the music and say that that it doesn't come close to doo-wop I mean, this music is just terrible. It's just garbage. And these people are idiots making this music. It's just terrible music. And then suddenly there'd be a song playing. Who do do you like? Uh I like the the Orioles, the Dell Vikings. Uh, My favorite song is Rocket 88. Uh, Chuck Berry, of course. Dwayne Eddy. Suddenly, like, the band at the dance would start playing a song, and he would almost make the connection with the other version of himself. Right. Almost like it's, it's like, it's, it's the closest that these two worlds will ever come. And the band's playing some song, and he just starts singing to himself. You do what you want to do. You do what you can. You do what you want to do. Cause I love you, Suzanne. And then somebody's like, "Well, what was that?" Uh, I don't, I don't know what that was. And then it's gone. Never thinks about it again. Can you imagine that? Wild. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I wish I could think a little bit more intensely about this, but I'm, I'm, I'm having some major drams right now. Oh no! What's wrong, Captain? Well, I, I really effed up on Saturday. How so? Well, my girlfriend is a professional marathoner. Um, she's really good. She's ranked in number four in the in the whole country. It's pretty impressive, right? Number four in the entire country? That's very impressive, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's incredible. Anyway, she does these 10K runs to just kind of, you know, keep in shape and that sort of thing. So... Anyway, the, the big Quinn Cities 10K was Saturday, and um, uh, Gwinnett, my girlfriend, she, she was in the lead by, by quite a, a, a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, she was, she was, she was cruising in to win. And with about 20 yards to go, I ran out onto the course, got on one knee and I proposed to her. Before she crossed the finish line though. Tom, I wish I'd, I'd asked myself about that before I'd done it. That's, that's bad. Yeah. In, um, in retrospect, I should have waited till she crossed the finish line. Um, see these, these two other runners passed us before Gwinnett shoved me out of the way. And she ended up just barely getting third. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. That that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm lucky to be breathing, honestly, Tom. Well, I'm sure she was mad and I can understand why she was mad. I, I haven't seen her that angry since I almost broke up with her because I thought Morgan Fairchild and I had a moment at Fanfare 2019. That really set her off, huh? Yeah, and the the cruel irony is it turns out it was the exact opposite. She didn't like me at all. Morgan Fairchild didn't like you. Yeah. That's a weird one. Hey, speaking of weird, yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've ever done? Like something that was genuinely not something you, you were like wired to do. Hmm. The weirdest thing I've ever done. Um. Yeah. Maybe some kind of like. Wow, that's a good question. Speaking of gym, I remember in gym when they would make us um like square dance. Yes, I remember that. That yeah. has to be one of the weirdest things I've ever done. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you mine. What is it? Well, it, it happened a few years ago when I was at that very short-lived upscale chicken restaurant, Jeff Ross's Roasters. Do you remember that? What, what was the name of the place? Jeff Ross's Roasters. Like the comedian Jeff Ross? Yeah, the Roastmaster General. He had a restaurant? He did. Oh, I, I guess he never went there. Um, it, 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 was a, it was a good sit-down place, kind of upscale. The food was high-quality roasted chicken, but the ordeal of getting and eating that chicken was like, like a, a, a humiliating nightmare to put it bluntly it that that sounds like what would the ordeal be like well the hostess all the wait staff the cooks everybody there they roasted the customers for the entire time they were in the restaurant okay strange and so yeah there was a brief period early on where jeff had a lot of his cronies working there as wait staff like um Big J. Okerson, Rich Boss, Jim Norton, Todd Barry, all them guys, you know? Yeah, all them guys. So you can imagine how brutal it was to eat there, right? With that crew? Yeah, I, I would be nervous. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like everybody having a good time? Yeah? Well, tell your faces. That's pretty cruel. That's pretty mean, right? 
That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Um, what else did I hear? Oh, uh, just a word of warning, folks. This isn't like eating at home. We do use napkins and utensils here. And also keep in mind, your chair is not a toilet. What? That's rough. That, the, yeah, that's mean. There's just a meanness to that. Yeah. Well, the worst one was, was this. I was about to take my last bite of chicken, and the waiter said, Wow, sir, you went to town on that thing with more gusto than when your girlfriend... Probably had to, had to bleep some of that. I bleeped right? all of that, yeah. Oh, good, good, yeah. I want no, children hearing that. No, I had to bleep all of it. Well, if you didn't want children hearing it, why did you say it? I guess I figured you would bleep it. Okay, well, I, I did. I don't know. I know, I know your, your um, assistant, uh, Pat, he, he really likes the, the off-color talk, so I, I figured he might have heard, heard the uncensored mm-hmm. version. I know he's... No, he likes, the, he likes the rough stuff. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was so furious that I, 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 I would have stormed out, but Tom, I had to have that gooey butter cake Sunday that got such a big write-up in Quint City Eats. Do you remember that? I remember the write-up, yeah. That's yeah, good so stuff. I, you know, I had it. It was so good. It, w- it was worth the insult that my dear Gwinnett had to had to endure. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she goes out to the car, and uh, we're all done. I was on my way out of the restaurant, and this a-hole at one of the tables snaps his fingers at me and says, Hey, we're ready to order. We have front row seats for Frozen the Musical. Wow. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why he he thought I was a waiter. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. But the way he commanded me, it flipped a switch in me, man. Okay. What what happened? Well, totally out of character. I put my hands behind my back and I lean over the table, and I took their order. So you took their order, even though you didn't work there. Yeah. You know that thing that super good wait staff do where they're, they, they stare at you while you're ordering. They don't write a thing down, but they remember all of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did that. And I acted like I knew exactly what I was doing. And they totally bought it. And with that, I walked out of the restaurant. So you took their order. Yeah. And then you left. Yes. Yeah. They're, they might still be there waiting for their food. How long ago was this? 2019. What year? 2019. Yeah. They're still, they're not still there. I can. Well, they might be. They, they probably aren't. That's four years. Might be, might be covered in cobwebs. Anything is possible. <laughs> right? Sure. You're right. Yeah. C- could yeah. be. But yeah. That that thing about getting mistaken for someone who works there though. Mm-hmm. I heard that happens to Springsteen a lot. I know you and him are tight, right? Well, I mean I'm a fan. I don't know if we're I wouldn't say tight. What what happens? He gets mistaken for people? Well, 
like I, I heard the story where Bruce Springsteen was shopping for a car at, at this lot in Rumson and this older lady comes up and she approaches him and she's under the impression that he's a salesman there. And um, anyway, Bruce ends up spending two hours with this lady, just, you know, showing her all the cars, all the, all the, all the pluses of, of each car and then putting the screws to her, you know, like trying to make that sale, pushing that clear coat, undercarriage coating on it. And she eventually buys the car. So he actually, because he was mistaken for a car dealer, he actually goes and sells a car. Made the sale. And he was so good, Tom, that he he almost canceled the Tunnel of Love tour so he could keep working on the lot. Because what did he have? The He got hooked on it? Yeah, he loved it. And what he loved most of all? What? Free donuts. He couldn't the, believe they had free donuts and coffee. So he liked the free donuts uh, uh, at the at the car yeah. dealership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who knows? I mean, he could always do that when he, when he stops rocking. He could go back. Just like... That couple could still be at the restaurant. You never know. Yeah, fair enough, Captain. Fair enough. Hey, hey, question for you. Um, I I was watching some old commercials the other day on on YouTube. Did you ever play one of those Ruben's Cute games when you were a kid? The what games? Ruben's Cute. I, I, I'm not even sure what what word you're saying. Root? You know, the, it's like a brick. It's like a brick, and you and, and you all the all the tiles. You have to line them all up. You know, by spin, by turning sides. Of sure, the, sure. I know. It's like a brick. it's a square with all the moving. Uh, what are you calling it? Rubik's cube. What, Rubik, what do you think it's called? Ru, I know it's called Rubik's cube. R- who's cube? Cube? What is it? Rubik's cube who's rubik uh the guy who invented the cube <laughs> dude yeah i'm sorry but that's completely completely wrong I, i'm positive it's rubin's cute yeah i'm positive it's rubik's cube well i watched the commercial last night for it that they used to show back then and basically the Commercials showed the, these two parents, and they're screaming at each other in, in their kitchen. Uh, the the wife's con- uh, she's confronting him, and she, and he's yelling at her and stuff. And 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 she has the phone bill, and, and 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 she says, you know, what's with all these late night calls to Cincinnati? You know, those are very private hours. And he's all, well, since he came along, you don't have any time for me anymore. And it's a super uncomfortable stalemate. And then you hear a little boy yell from the other room, I did it. And then the the parents stop yelling and they run to the other room and they see their son who's just solved that that puzzle we were just talking about. And and they smile at each other as they look at their son and they both say at the same time, Ruben's cute. That's what that's what it's called. Okay, well, that's a that's a nice story, but it's not. It's not what it is at all. 
Now that I think of it, that must be where Stanley Kubrick uh, got his name, right? Uh, I don't think that's correct either. Uh, These are wrong. You're, you're, we're not agreeing on anything tonight. No, you're very wrong on this one, Captain. Well, all right. Speaking of television, I, I know some of your cool callers, when they can get a word in edgewise, um, have been talking about TV show cross-pollinations, you know, where someone from one show appeared on another show mm-hmm. to help boost ratings. Okay. When they so can get I've a word a, in I've edgewise. I've got a good one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know you're a motor mouth. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Well, so... um. Not many people know about this because it only aired once. Mm-hmm. What is it? All right. So it's mid-1992, and George H.W. Bush, he's president, and he's running for re-election, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his approval is, a, is in the tank because of, of this giant recession that's happening. And people think he's out of touch because he didn't know how that, that scanner worked at the store. Remember that? Yeah, he didn't know how the grocery store stuff worked. Yes. So Bush's advisors have this idea of him being on a major TV show, you know, to kind of get him out there to an audience that might not vibe with him, right? Okay. So there's there's several huge network programs that – would have been perfect for this, like uh, Home Improvement, Murphy Brown, Seinfeld, Cheers, you know, the big ones like that, right? Mm-hmm. So Bush has to run everything by his wife, Barbara, right? She's pretty L7, you know? She's, she's okay. Yeah, she's country crafts to the bone. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the only show she likes and that she'll approve of him being on is Murder, She Wrote. That's the only show she'll approve of. Only show, yeah. Okay. So that's what they went with, Tom. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, and like I said, it only aired once. The things that don't, you know... I thought with all this streaming stuff, we would see all of these things, but we don't. Right? No, we don't. No, no. Um, do you want to I'm gonna nutshell this for you a little bit? Sure. I'll nutshell anything. Okay. So George H.W. plays this creepy mechanic named Bert, who on the outside is really helpful, super chipper, you know, loves everybody. But on the inside, Tom? Yeah. Harbors a sick, twisted rage that compels him to go on what TVE called flagrant night prowls. So he goes on night prowls. Flagrant night prowls. Flagrant, yeah, the worst kind. Flagrant night prowls are the worst kind, yeah. So, but then. Yeah. So that's okay. His name was Bert also? Yes. Yeah, so he's on these flagrant night prowls, and I, I don't want to explain what happens because it's sick. Anyway, the, the episode ends with Angela Lansbury decapitating Bert with one of her giant brooches. Well, that's a very violent episode. That's very m- sick. Yeah, that's it was much it was more violent by, than I was, was led by, to believe. 
Oh, yeah. Well, it, it was that way because Trent L. Strauss directed it. Well, that explains everything. He's, he's, that's, that's his deal. Yeah. He was fighting with the guild at that point, though, so he had to do it under the name Wilhelm Zapruder V. So he directed a show under the name Wilhelm Zapruder, as if that's the, as if he filmed the Kennedy assassination. Yes, that's right. Well, that's very strange. Yep. Yeah, but I'll tell you, the, the weirder part about this whole thing... What's that? Bush was apparently so good that he had several film offers after that. After that? Yeah. Like, what? do you know any of them? He did. Well, oh yeah, I do, yeah. He was uh, Schumacher's number one choice to star in Falling Down. George... Bush. H.W., yes, yeah. He tried... George H.W. Bush was was the lead candidate for the role in the movie Falling Down. Yes, he didn't get it, obviously. But I, I know he read for uh, both Sleepless in Seattle and The Fugitive. That's that's really wild. The idea of George H. H. W. Bush playing uh, the Harrison Ford role in The Fugitive. Yep, crazy. That's that's insane. Hey, speaking of auditions, mm-hmm. I read in um, Quint City Star Maker magazine that in addition to your eighteen podcasts. You're also casting for Law and Order. Is that true? I was doing some. Uh, no, no, I wasn't. The, the, people keep saying I was. I'm almost starting to believe I was. Well, no, I've, I've got the issue right here. Hang on. Yeah, here's the headline: Ex Monk Man turned Podfather casts wide net for LNO walk and talks. That uh, this is a thing that has been going on for a while. People thinking that. Why? What? What? What do you want to? Did you, were you, why are you asking this? Well, you know how they have those walk and talks, like in, in the headline where someone's walking along and they're being interviewed by the, by the detectives and mm-hmm. they have their, you know, have their answers while they're doing these, these very involved actions. I want to do a chop and talk. What is a chop and talk? Well, Tom, the scene is based on a visit I made to a, a quaint little Southern pizza parlor. Mm-hmm. Two years ago? Oh, my God. The cooks there, oh, they were beating out the loudest, unceasing, clangiest sound to ever emanate from a commercial grill. It was Evan Tom. That, yeah, you go to those places and they are just chopping that meat up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just nonstop. I could listen to it for, for days. Okay. So what, what is a chop and talk Okay. Then? All right. So basically, here here's the scene. Uh, I'm working at this pizza place in New York, and I'm uh, you know I'm working on the grill. I'm uh, you know I'm hammering my my cheesesteaks, and I, I I think it would go something like this. What's that, Giuseppe? 
<laughs> I'd love to know where he is, too. That pud rash hasn't been here in four days. Look, I don't know. I texted him the other day telling him to get those rock-hard buns to work, and do you want to know what he replied? Yeah, he said that he was, quote, living the life of a porn star, but without the sex. Yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, it's a weird thing to say, right? And then he followed it up with an emoji of him as a frog sitting on a lily pad eating a sundae. Weird cat, yeah. Well, look, all I know is he better show up for work Friday night because I have second row tickets for the Monsters of Tribute concert at MSG, and I'm not going to miss it. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's going to be off the hook. All the best tribute bands are going to be there. Oh, man, Imminent Front, a tribute to Latter-day The Who, the Backwards Beatles playing all those great Lebanon McCartney songs, but in reverse. Little Punk Houses, the ultimate blend of John Mellencamp and early 80s Midwestern hardcore. Black Todd Rundgren. Yeah! The best of early Pearl Jam. And of, and of course, the headliner. Nobody can headline over these guys. The Sticks Pistols, playing the best of Sticks and the Sex Pistols, but both at the same time. Terrible. Captain. Yeah, it's gonna slap. It's gonna slap, officers. Captain, captain. Wait, the scene's not done yet. I'm, captain, I'm begging the you. Not done yet. The scene's okay. Okay, go ahead. Oh, go I ahead. got. Go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Please, please, yeah, let out in. Hey, officer. What's, what's the worst thing you can get away with doing in a police station without getting arrested? Oh, this is. Oh, jeez. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Forget I asked. Yeah, I'll let you know if he comes by. Stop! Oh! Hey, you want you want to pay for those slices? Well, thank you, public servants. That's the worst thing think? I've Pretty ever. Good, right? It's terrible. That's that chopping. That's the most annoying thing I've ever heard. Well, welcome to Earth. Yeah, I'm on Earth. I come back for anything now that I think about it. Yeah, I, 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 right? I don't know what that even was, Captain. A chop and talk. Well, I think it's good. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I hope you get oh, the part. No. What? Oh, I'm not going to get any parts now. Oh why, no! Why is that, Captain? Oh my God! I'll be lucky if I get to eat tomorrow. I know what it sounds like. Um, why? I'm going to level with you, okay? Yeah. It was me who wrote all those terrible things about the Bortners on that message board under the name Holden Farts. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh. oh, Tom, I'm looking out my window. Oh, what? man. Captain. The real Holden Farts must the real Holden Farts must have been listening to us talking and found me via some sort of tracking system I don't know about yet. Oh, man. Oh, Captain. Tom, it gets worse. What? Not only did I drain Mr. Farts' bank account, I drained his pool and also his gas tank. That's terrible. I know, no, it was wrong of me, but you know, I gotta defend myself and to 
Mr. Farts out there, all I have to say is get ready to take my spatula! Captain? That sounds dangerous. Weird and dangerous. I said we'd play something from them. Hugh and Amelia's new band, formerly of Poostics and Heavenly, that's right, Swansea Sound, this is called, this is from the album Live at the Rum Punchin', I'm Okay When You're Around. Best show back in a minute. Oh, yeah. Swansea Sound, baby. Swansea Sound. How do you like it? I like it. Wait, am I? Is that uh, what are we doing here? What are we doing, gang? Welcome back to the best show. How are we all doing tonight? Let's go to the phones. You've all been very patient. Well, not patient. You've been listening to the show. What are you, what are you doing me a favor? No, I'm doing. I'm not. You're not doing me a favor. I ain't doing you a favor. We're all in this together, having fun tonight, doing the show. I ain't gonna get mad. I ain't gonna turn this into a thing. You know me, Tommy. Ain't gonna turn it into no thing. But what I am gonna do is I'm gonna tell you all about. The uh, the 24-hour best show that is happening very soon, September 12th to September 13th, starting 6 p.m. on September 12th, going to 6 p.m. on September 13th, Pacific Time. Um, should we play the clip? Should we play it or should I just talk about it? What do you think? Oh, we could play it. Let's play it. Let's play the video. Cool. Wrong video. I Wrong video? Not this video? Maybe you should take your mask off. Can we play the video of the 24-hour show? Oh, of course. Of course. That don't makes worry, sense. Don't worry. We might need a second for that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to talk in the meantime. On twenty, a twenty-four hour best show is coming. September twelfth to September thirteenth. We did it last year. I said I would never do it again. I'm doing it again. I know I'm going to say I'll never do it again. This time I will be right. This will never happen again. Because this one, we are going very hard and pushing very, very, very hard. To make this show the best thing it could ever be. We got guests. We got surprises. We got fun segments. We got a topic that is going to cover the entire 24 hours. A list. The ultimate Best show list is happening two weeks from tonight. 
the 24-hour best show. If you knew some of the things we got lined up, you'd say, Tom, you'd say, uh, that'll do, pig, to quote old farmer man in uh, Babe. The movie that got, got me to stop eating meat, by the way, fun little fact. You'd say, that'll do, pig. But you know what I says to you right now? That won't do. That won't do. No, we ain't done. We ain't done, baby. We're pushing hard. We are going to make this thing best thing you ever freaking heard. Do we got that video? Uh, sorry, we just need another second. That's with that. okay. That's okay. Now I know I said to everyone, I had goals to get two big guests. One of which would be, of course, Lana Del Rey. Anybody got an angle? Anybody got a contact? I was there from the beginning with Lana Del Rey. You know that. Back in the WFMU days of Born to Die, I remember people saying, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't understand it. One of the most validating things that has happened to me in best show Tom history life is watching everybody slowly realize she's a genius. I've watched the, 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 the walls fall one after another. Who was there the whole time? Tom was. I just want to get her on the show for a little bit and ask her some questions and talk to her. She's a genius. I said it from the beginning that she was. And you're all starting to realize. Everybody realizes it now. Where were you then? I was there. You weren't. Also want to get a... Also wanted try to get Paul Thomas Anderson. That one's off the table. That dream is dead. Dreams die hard. Sometimes they die easy. That one's dead. Ain't got no path on that one. D-E-D. Dead. Putting all my hope on Lana Del No PTA. L-D-R. Help. Play the video. <laughs> They said it couldn't be done. Tom did it. They said he couldn't do it again. Hell, he said he wouldn't do it again. But somehow, he's doing it again. Live music. Special guests. Tons of surprises. The Best Show with Tom Sharpley. A 24-hour marathon. Beginning Tuesday, September 12th at 9 p.m. EST, 6 p.m. PST. Ending 24 hours later. May God have mercy on Tom's soul. Yeah, that's true. 
May God have mercy on my soul. I'm going to need that mercy. I'm going to need some help on this one. PTA. That dream's over. Help me with Lana Del Rey, though. Look, if you got an in on Paul Thomas Anderson, I'll take it. I ain't got no hope, though. I tried my best. I gave my best. But I guess my best wasn't good enough. Hello, Besho. Hello, Mr. Sharpling. This is Mike from Minneapolis. Mike from Minneapolis. Oh, my goodness. My favorite caller. How are you, Mike? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The tinge in that voice. And you said the tinge. What's that? Oh, yeah. Throw me under the bus. Under the bus I go. There you go. I'm fine. I'm not throwing you under any bus. What do you got for me, Chief? <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, speaking of Chief, um, how good was Todd Berry? You, you, you've seen that video of uh, him on Letterman when he called out a viewer mail in 1982 and he's a teenager? Yes, I've seen awesome. it before. Do you remember that? I do remember that. That's great. Can Isn't someone hold, hold on? Can someone shut the what? air off for a little bit right. in here, please? I'm starting to feel like uh, Mr. Freeze in a Batman movie. Now, Mike. Okay. Yeah. What uh yeah, Todd Barry wrote a letter to David Letterman when he was uh a youngster in, in 1982. It got read on on late night. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. fully formed as a, a, as Todd Barry as a teenager. It's just wild how mm-hmm. how incredible that uh, uh you know, he's just so confident of himself and he's and he continues to this day. He's a, I wish I had uh, his uh, acerbic uh, humor, but I, again, I just have this goofball energy, and this is what I this is this is who I am. I hear you loud and clear, Mike. Todd has has been at it for a long time. The voice was always there, clearly. Kind of like a young Tom Sharpling had a little bit of that when he would prank phone call his grandfather when he was eight and. <laughs> Are those on cassette? That'd be awesome. Let's hear it. No, they aren't. They aren't on cassette. You think I was rolling tape as an eight-year-old? <laughs> you didn't record your prank calls. Not when I was eight. You didn't pr- record your prank calls. Not when I was eight. I recorded my prank calls. When you were eight. Yeah, I recorded my prank calls when I was eight. Then play them. Let's hear Great. them. Let's hear them. <laughs> Send them to me. Send them to me. Available. Send them to me. I'll digitize them for you. Do you have them on cassette? Do you have them on cassette? Then send them to me. All right. I'll do it. Do you have them digitized? No. You don't? Well, let's get that taken care of, my friend. All right. Send me the tape. Send me the tape. I'll take care of it. I'm not kidding. All right. Send all me right. the tape. No, no, it sounds like a fine idea. It sounds like a fine idea. We'll figure it all out. I'll get that tape. I'll throw it right in the traffic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you will. I'll be like, oh, this is the tape with Mike's <laughs> Mike's fondest, most cherished memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> so here uh, are we talking about what uh, AP Mike should do when he's in LA? I got a couple of ideas. Yeah, let's hear. Do you know Los Angeles now, uh, Mike? Mushroom Mike. My, my sister, my my sister, my sister lives uh, in Long Beach. So yeah, I go out there a little bit. Ooh. Oh. So um, obviously you already talked about In and Out. I don't. They don't have In and Out in the East Coast. So yes, do the you got to take because he's a meat eater and you're not. So he needs to go to In and Out a, a few times. That'd be that'd be something. A to few do. times. He'll get the yeah. gist of it yeah, once. Go- <laughs> I'm telling you, you get a hankering for that animal style. You need to have it more than once. Now, what is it? Because the other thing you should do. Hold on. Shh. Take okay. your time. In and Out Burger has this like secret menu where you go and you order. Oh, I want animal style. I want uh, uh, toilet style. I want uh, you know uh, dragon <laughs> style. <laughs> Dragon style, <laughs> right? Sub Zero. Yeah, that's what I do. I go to In and Out Burger. I wait in the drive-through line for two and a half hours, and I get to the thing. I just go. <laughs> They're like uh, In and Out Burger. How can we help? I go. My name is Sub Zero. And then they go, Yeah. And then you know what I do? I leave my car and I lock it, and I write at the drive-through window. And then I ruin the whole everyone's experience. All right. Then I show up. Then I show up in a tow truck to tow the car. As if I work for the city to tow the car away, get my own car back. It's very crafty. So, Mike. Yeah. Michael, my, my AP Michael go to in and out. Mike, are you hearing this? AP Mike, I am hearing it, Tom. Um, I did have the uh, in and out experience at, uh, when I was in Vegas, though. You hear that, Mike? Yeah, the guy ate it uh, in yep. and out already. All right, but now that Mike AP Mike is now a master, a broadcaster, like or aspiring broadcaster, much like yourself, he should go to. Uh, he should definitely go to shows at the Largo. And then maybe check out the um, uh, the the Meltdown Comedy uh, Meltdown Comic Book Store where all the all the famous uh, podcasters started. So he should he should kind of uh, improve his podcasting uh, credibility. Wait, what is what do you want Mike to podcasts. do? You want him to go to Nerd Melt? Um, the Meltdown Comic Store. Hold on. A lot of f- famous podcasts started there. Yeah, a lot of them started there. You know what stopped there? That store. Yeah. Oh, but the he said store it's is closed. no longer there? Yeah, my, uh, that store went out of five ah, years ago. Great, 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 ah, great travel right. uh, advice you're providing. <laughs> Mike should, uh, you know what else he should do? Is, he, he should also, um, what are you laughing at? I'm trying to talk. <laughs> He, I like uh, my last final loop. He should also get a time machine if that's what he's going to do. All right. Well, you could go to Largo. Yeah, Largo's not know, shut down, is yeah, it? Yeah, Mike, you know, you, you're just taking swings in the dark here. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yes, you might want to try, Mike, the Brown <laughs> Derby. Why don't you go to the Brown Derby, Mike? <laughs> 
<laughs> While you're at it, why don't you go save the Black Dahlia from getting murdered? <laughs> right? The things you're pitching? These things have happened a long time ago. Wow, real party over there. Real party over there. God help me if I get to laugh like this once in my life. If once in my life I laugh as much as this goofball's laughing. Black Dahlia is a solid joke. Yeah, because I'm funny. That's why it is. Who do you think you're. Oh my God, the laugh. Please. I'll have what he's having. If you know, if, to, to quote, uh, to quote uh, Billy Crystal. Yeah, that's that's. You know, speaking of dated references, hello. God help me, I cannot find the call screen page so I can hang up on this guy. It's lost somewhere on my screen. There it is. You're driving right. me nuts tonight. Thank you. The guy's driving me. N- guy calls. I'm going to tell Mike what to do in L.A. He pitches things that don't exist anymore. Yeah. You know where else you should go, Mike? Why don't you go by, why don't you go by the old Hollywood land sign? Right? Go over hang out there with Steve Reeves. Yeah. Why don't you go to the La Brea tar pits and watch a dinosaur sink into the tar? That's what I'm up against. That's what I'm up against. It's uphill, baby. My whole life's uphill. It's all a freaking fight. But you know what? I'm fighting, and I'm not stopping fighting. And when AP Mike gets here, it's all going to be better. I'm pinning everything on this visit. Hello, Besha. Oh, hi. It's Justin in Los Angeles. Justin in Los Angeles. How are you, Justin? I'm good, thanks. Glad. I'm glad to hear it. So I have a recommendation from Mike that I believe still is actually in business. Okay. Um, Friend of the show, Chalky the Funk Wizard. Yeah. Gives walking tours of the Hollywood forever cemetery. He does. He does do tours of the Hollywood forever cemetery shows you all the grave sites. Would you be interested in that Mike? And, uh, yeah, I would be interested in that. Um, I'm already planning a meeting up with Chalky. So uh, maybe I can discuss that with him. Maybe you meet at the cemetery. Yeah. What's anything? Is there anything you have on the books that you want to share with me, Mike? No, uh, I mean, some of the things uh, I've got lined up already. I'll I'll surprise people when we do the 24 hour show. We've got some things in the works. Okay. I love it. I like this. I like this. How long are you here for? A week. One week. Yes, Ben. Right? It's been one week since Mike got to L.A. Uh-huh. He's hanging out outside, nerd melt. One trying to get inside, but it's already a hair salon in there. Um, no, hey, Tom, should, do, the, yeah. do the kids still like the mashups? Do the kids still like the mashups? 
where they were mashing up a couple songs and it was like a, a trend for a while. Mike, I don't think the kids still like the mashups. Because <laughs> I thought, you know, maybe I'd have a theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this idea came to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. If, if some of the talented people in the audience or in the studio, I wanted to do a mashup of Californication, mm-hmm. Here I Come. The Al Jolson song, California, Here I Come. California, here I come, right back. That one, right back where yeah, yeah, yeah. I started from. Yeah. So you want to do a mix, a mashup of of that and California Californication. Okay. Well, if somebody wants to get on that, they they can help you out with that. <laughs> My favorite mashup of all time. Do you know what it was, Mike? No. It was a mashup of Nirvana. And Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Smells like bootylicious. Let's take a listen to it for a second right now. That's my that's my favorite mashup. But again, that's 800 years ago. <laughs> mashup. Kids ain't doing mashups no more, Mike. Ah. So today I was informed that there was an uh, an award show by Rolling Stone called what is it called? The Streamy Streamies? What? I believe that is what it's called. Okay. The streamies. And I was told to watch this clip of the streamies. Okay. I'm dreading this. Sound. This is the sound of the year category for the streamies. Okay. Let's check this out. I cannot see where the teleprompter is. Maybe you should take your mask off. Dream face reveal. Okay, again. Okay, All right, so fine. Wearing fine. a mask. Wearing a mask. Fine. Okay. All right. I think that's PewDiePie Pie. Or... As someone who just released new music, I'm so excited to present this award. I think and we're that's actually making Paul. history tonight because this is the first time ever that someone will receive this streamy. The roll. The Rolling Stone Sound of the Year Award recognizes the hit tracks okay. that broke through and dominated your feeds. Okay. In this new age of content, this community has really made an impact Yikes. on how music is this discovered is and shared. You hear a great song, decide to share it, and the next thing you know... Okay. We all can't get it out of our heads. Congratulations to these nominees. Okay, here are the nominees for Sound of the Year. According to Rolling Boy's Stone. a Liar, Part 2. Okay, I like oh. Ice Spice. <laughs> I'm a big Ice Spice fan. Made you look. Hit pause, please. Hit pause. Please hit pause. Here with me. That was Megan Trainer. I like Ice Spice. Munch. Bikini Bottom. Princess Diana. All the hits. I like those. Megan Trainer 
It's maybe the worst thing that's happened to music in the last 400 years since uh, Orf. Carl you Orf. mean in this new age of content, Tom? What's that? You mean in this new age of content? No, I mean just in the history of music. Megan Trainer. Nothing creeps me out more than Megan Trainer. Nothing. Nothing creeps me out more than Megan Trainer. That one song, you are my, I am your mother. You don't listen to me. Oh my God. What is that supposed to be? All right, let's, 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 let's go with the rest of this. Ice Spice rules. Megan Trainer. Truly the worst. Okay, who's next? Major look here with me. As I don't know this area codes. I know this song. I don't know her though. Anyway, it's okay. Hope you have a good day. I'm gonna see you about a fit. Goated. I don't know this one. I like goats though. In her mood. Another ice spice. Players. Okay, I don't know. Don't know this one. Pretty Girls Walk. How many songs are nominated in this? I know this song. I like this song. Still like Ice Spice Unholy. better. This song, um, I've heard this song a million times. I don't mind this song. Okay. Pink ball thing, no, the body shop. The body shop. Bobby, bop, 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 bop. That's uh, Sam Smith and Kim Petrus, I believe. All right, let's see who wins this thing. Do we not have the award being uh, won? We do. It's just a sec. Ah, okay. And the Rolling Stone Sound of the Year streamy goes to... All right. Made you look Megan There Trainer. we go. Okay. Oh, my God. Now, can you hit pause for a second, please? Megan Trainer is if is like if Megan McCain had a, a recorded music is the best way I can compare it to. If Megan McCain decided she wanted to start putting songs out, these songs are true, tr- truly the worst. And I'm not being like, oh, I'm old and I don't like what young people are doing. No, I like eighty percent of what was nominated in this thing. But this song, this has to be one where it's went to the fans to vote and she got all her nightmare fans to vote for it. Right? All right, let's hear more of this. She's going up to win the award. Just listen to that music. It's like music. What is she, a Victoria Jackson? Uh, Sean Douglas and Fede. I wrote this for my postpartum body. I just had a baby. Shout out to my babies, Riley and Barry. Okay, hit pause. Shout out to my babies. I don't even know what to say that. Shout out to my babies. 
this is all going to the sound collage. Thank you. Somebody's chat saying this should go in the it's all going. The other people on this are making actual songs and they're actually good or too great. But this is like this really it is just like I said it before. It's like if Megan McCain decided she wanted to start doing songs. All right, let's hear more of this nightmare, please. Just a sec. Oh, we are, we are, we are, we are. Mama loves you. Jesse for making the amazing dance. Thank you for all of you for making videos for the song. It means so much to us songwriters. And most importantly, thank you to my promo team and my paid best friend. Chris Allison, say something! Oh, uh, thank you for my career as well, Megan Trainer. I love oh. you! I love you so much! Thank you, thank you, thank you so much! <laughs> okay, goodbye. There's so much money out there. I just want to say this to everybody. Whenever they tell you there's no more money out there, it's out there. You might have to you might have to debase yourself to get it. Like that. Can you imagine this ice spice is putting these songs out, lighting the whole world on fire. And this Nimrod's cleaning up with these like songs that are like written for TikTok to be like four TikTok videos. It's one thing if your songs get used for TikTok, amazing. I'm so happy when I hear friends of mine, one of their songs catches fire on TikTok, it gets used for videos. Megan Trainer, this is, it is like if Victoria Jackson and Megan McCain were fused together somehow. Makes me want to barf. Congratulations, Rolling Stone, for giving Megan Trainer an award. That's one when you realize that the numbers came in for Megan Trainer, you cheat and you lie and you throw those numbers out and you give it to somebody good. Yikes, that's bad. I made you look sick. Sick and it's sad. Equal parts. Equal parts. So I went to the Madonna Inn over the weekend. Me and Julia went to the Madonna Inn. And it was, it's, do you know what the Madonna Inn is? It's a place yeah. in, wait, who just said yeah? Justin. I, oh, I, yeah, I grew up in San oh my God, I'm so sorry, Justin. Justin, I apologize. We got any other recommendations, oh, okay. Justin? You got anything else? Nope. All right, buddy. Just, I soon. was just gonna see oh. you, bud. What are you gonna do? All right. Bye, bye. The Madonna Inn is in San Luis Obispo. And first of all, they tell you it is a three-hour drive from Los Angeles. It is a 47-hour drive, at least the way it feels. It feels like it drove 47 hours. The whole point of the Madonna Inn is it's, it's this amazing inn. 
Thank you. Nice picture of it just went up. I ate at that table in the bottom right corner. Not bragging, but I did. Um, this place, every room is different. You got some rooms have rocks and stones. It's like being like your Fred Flintstone all of a sudden. Other rooms have hearts and things everywhere. Pink rooms, blue rooms, green rooms. It's so much fun. If you want to go there and have a nice weekend away, go there. Pick a nice room out ahead of time, though. Pick a room out ahead. So he gets there, and we got this room, hearts and flowers. Boy, this room was beautiful. Beautiful room. Loved it, loved it, loved it. We settle in. We're... They have, there's food that the restaurant has that they have this cake, this champagne cake. It's the best thing I ever had in my life is champagne cake. Borat himself would say, wah, wah, wee, wah, if he had this cake. So I says, I'm going to go get some stuff from the grocery store. So I go to the grocery store. And I'm looking for, that's the room. If you look, I'm hiding in there um, behind the bed. Um, and I'm looking for this one thing. They got San Luis Obispo. I'm going to recommend something to y'all. Do you like nacho chips? Pat, do you like nacho chips? I like nachos, yeah. Mike, do you like nacho chips? Of course. Jason, do you like nacho chips? Do you even have to ask? Andrew, do you like nacho chips? Yeah, I like nacho chips. See, Andrew sounds a little wishy-washy on it. He doesn't like nacho chips. I I'm like nachos. Something okay, happened. Stop arguing about nacho chips. Calm down. For the love of Christ. These two going back and forth. Who hates nacho chips and loves them more? San Luis Obispo. They make a nacho chip in that town called Taco Works. And I got a bag of these here in Los Angeles. Just on a random chance, I picked out a bag of nacho chips. These tortilla chips, nacho tortilla chips, Taco Works of San Luis Obispo. I bought them at a random grocery store, just grabbed a bag. I got home, and I was saying to myself, this is the best freaking chip I ever had in my life. You don't even need to <laughs> dip it in nothing. Who's laughing? I've, I'm really shocked by this because I was at the store yesterday yeah. looking at that bag. I had it yeah. in my hands yeah. and I was like, ah, maybe next time. But now uh, next time will be tomorrow. Next time I, they might be gone. They might be gone because I went to the grocery store after that. I was like, I got to get more of these chips. They've been gone. I ain't been able to find them. I go to the grocery store. 
looking for these chips. I'm going up and down the aisles, looking. I can't find them. Then finally, I see it. And this drives me crazy when stores do this. They set up a huge display of just nacho of Taco Works chips. Nowhere near the other chips, though. See, you just got to know where they are, that there's a display at the other end of the store celebrating these chips. Trust me, I got three bags of them. So then go back. Sitting in the room. Then what happens? What the hell is that? Music like I never heard. The vibrations. You look down the hill. There's a huge stage set up with chairs in a fenced off area. Clearly, they're arranging some sort of concert. And they're doing a sound check. It's clearly not tonight. It's tomorrow. Who the hell is going to be playing? Who is it? Keith Sweat. We find out Keith Sweat is playing. So then, oh, cool. Keith Sweat's doing a sound check. And you can kind of hear it. Don't exactly hear Keith Sweat uh, singing. Keith Sweat, the R&B singer. From the 90s, right? 80s, 90s? So then, go to bed, wake up, 8.30 in the morning. Louder than ever. Keith Sweat is doing an 8.30 a.m. sound check. The room is vibrating. I'm telling you. It sounded like there was an aerobics class above us. It was so loud. The walls were shaking from Keith Sweat. But don't worry. It was that great thing where we're to the left of the sound system. So we're just getting nothing but weird low end. Making the room shake Keith Sweat style. So then we take a walk. We go, let's go to the pool. We go to the pool. Who's who's still got their thing on there? Someone on the line still got their business up. Sounds like they're making uh, fondue or something. So we go to the pool. Get in the pool. Beautiful pool. Beautiful pool. Floating around. Then all of a sudden, there's some nitwit floating in the pool. This guy looked like the stand-in for for Kenny Powers. If Kenny Powers was a real human, this would be the stand-in for him if he was filming a TV commercial or something. All right, first team out. Second team in. And the guy who looks like Kenny Powers, he's floating in the pool. And he's talking to his kid. 
and he says to his kid, he's talking to his kid about operating machine guns, about how you use your, he was saying you use your, 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 not your dominant arm, your, your, you don't use your dominant arm to reload. You use your, whatever, the opposite. It wasn't saying your recessive or passive arm. Use that to reload the machine gun. I'm like, what? This kid's five. And he's floating in the pool. He's telling out all his kid about that stuff. Then he starts going. He's talking all about dinosaurs to his wife or whoever. Yeah, that's Stegosaurus, Brontosaurus, Tyrannosaurus, Rex, all the all the Rexes, all the sores. Like it's like he's just talking. Now I'm floating next to I'm in the shallow end, just sitting, kind of sitting next to in the in the shallow end, just and this guy floats up next to us. And you know, Julia has green hair. And this guy goes, hey, I heard a rumor uh, that if you stay in the pool too long, your hair turns green. He goes, I just had to say it. (laughs) I just had to say it. I wanted to say, yeah, it's not true. But I heard a rumor that uh, if you stay in the pool too long, you turn into a, and I would have just cursed a bunch at him. I wanted to say it so badly. And then he's laying on his stomach, drinking a drink. So gross. I wanted to murder this guy, but I didn't. I said, I'll get away from him. I swim to the other end of the pool. Yes, this is where I should be. This There's a, there's a young person... She's reading a book, like floating in the in the deep, but not like along the edge. She's got her arms off, like hanging off the uh, off the edge of the pool. She's got her book on the on like the 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 the, the sidewalk. She's just deciding to float in the pool, read a book. I'm like, now that's the way to do it. I'll hang out over this end of the pool. And this woman is reading her book. Then she just goes like this. She starts burping. Like, what the hell is going on with these people? This one's burping while reading her book. This one is being intrusive. There needs to be a code at Madonna Inn now. A screening process before you're allowed in the pool. Could have thrown up. Probably would have made me fit in better if I would have just barfed in the pool. Has everybody forgotten how to act since the pandemic? I think we have. I think people think they're still at home in their house doing whatever they want to do as if they're it's still their rules and not just everyone being back in sharing society again.
Went to the restaurant. Restaurant's amazing. This place, I got to say, if you want a nice weekend, go to the Madonna Inn. Get a nice room if you're in Los Angeles. You won't regret it. Then I went to a record store, a pretty amazing record store in San Luis Obispo called Boo 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 Boo. It's a great store. That store is much, much better than I thought a town like that would would have. Not putting the town down. It's just a small town, and they had a pretty killer record store. I liked it a lot. Nice people there. Then Keith Sweat starts playing. Again, shaking. Place is shaking. Keith Sweat fans. They were having a good time, the Keith Sweat fans. So, yeah. Fun weekend. Madonna Inn. I recommend it. Also, we did the sunglass wearers list last week. Pat, you worked on the list, correct? Correct. You know who didn't make the list that I saw a video today? I came across the video for I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis in the news. Did anyone suggest Huey Lewis? No one suggested Huey Lewis, and I also had a good one that no one suggested. I thought you, you shot uh, Huey Lewis down, Tom. I thought I did. That's why, Mike, yeah, I, think I think you're you right. Did. I think yeah, I did. shot Huey Lewis down. You did. But, so, but something is on the list that really shouldn't be on there. Who's that? The Neighborhood Watch sign guy is not wearing any glasses. Okay, let's go to that one then, please. Can we go to the second page of the list? Just a second. I would like to apologize to Huey Lewis. I like when I look at the chat and somebody's saying, still reeling over no Nesmith being on the thing. Pull it together. Reeling. Reeling. Neighborhood watch guy is going to be Huey Lewis. And the Joe Cool is on the list. The list needs Joe Cool. He's on the list. Joe Cool's on there. I was going to say Johnny Cage, Mortal Kombat. Pat, we could put Johnny Cage on the list. He's going to go in the They Live slot, though. Oof. I know. I think Macho Man's on the list, right? Macho Man's on there. Poochie's on the list, too. Come on. There's people in this list. Did they not hear the show? All right. There we go. Let's switch out. Joe Cool is on at 12. This is a pretty amazing list. I would take off Bono. Let's put Mike Nesmith at 49 where Bono is. Get Bono off the list. Neighborhood watch guy is now Huey Lewis. I think we're good. I think that's a good update. 
Sorry, Pat. Your your video game guy is not going to make it. That's all right. Two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two. If you want to get in on the action, we're ramping up to the twenty four hour best show on September twelfth. Two weeks away. Hello, best show. Hi, this is John in Los Angeles. John in Los Angeles. I know this guy. This is a good guy. Good guy. Good caller. Best of both worlds. To quote Van Halen. How are you tonight, John? Oh. Well, I'm excited that AP Mike is coming to Los Angeles. Um, I'm excited for him. So I can't wait. He's gonna. What was it? He's gonna have a great time. Yeah, and I have some suggestions for places he could visit. Okay. Or go to. Um, two are Mike, kind Mike, of Mike. Like are you more... listening? I am listening, and I'm okay. taking notes. And John's a good guy, Mike. This is not one yeah. of these other mutants that calls the show and makes weird <laughs> suggestions. Like, uh, uh, what's his face there? Uh, Mushroom Mike is trying to recommend you go to, uh, you know, uh, Spago. Yeah. Or, you know, Meltdown Comics, where there was a tiny theater in the back, which was very claustrophobic. Where you'd see all these live yeah. comedy. It, su- it sucked when it was to ill around. You're in yeah. there. You're in yeah. there. You're, I'm, I mean, I I'm, some... I'm, I'm trying to watch uh, Chris Hardwick do stuff, and there's some guy reading a Superman comic bumping me in the head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw some cool stuff there, but it was like a terrible space for mm-hmm. like for comedy. Yeah. You know. Um. But um. I have three suggestions. Two of them are um, a little more brainy and one is just dumb. Um, the first one is the Huntington Library and Museum and Gardens. Mm-hmm. In San Marino. Um, yes. The reason why um, I think Mike might like it is that um, he's a literate guy. You know, he's a bibliophile and they have um like a you know a renowned library there and a lot of interesting books on display there you know sounds interesting he ain't going um he ain't going to the the library i'll tell you right now (laughs) that one ain't happening (laughs) they have a good board nearby (laughs) there's more of a chance of this guy doing the molly crew tour to hit the the places mentioned in the song girls 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 Ba body shop with oh. the marble arch. Raising hell at the seventh veil. Like well, maybe song, this is a good time for me to mention my. <laughs> okay, so what do we got? What else you got, John? Maybe I should mention the stupid one now since you did. Okay. Mention all the crew. Yeah. Um, and then he could go. He could go to the tail of the pup. On Santa Monica yes. and La Cienega Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And 
I think I told you about this, but it's not the original location. Um, it's a hot dog restaurant. Um, but its new location is in an office building, which was the headquarters for the band, The Doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they recorded LA Woman there, LA Woman there, the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bathroom where Jim Morrison recorded his vocals is there and it's still in use in the restaurant Mm. tale of the pup yeah have you been there hot dogs hot dogs yeah it's not like the it's you know i'm i'm a pescatarian i don't eat beef so i didn't have like a true full hot dog um but they were pretty good it's definitely better than pink's hot dogs what did you get it what did you get then John. Um, I think I got like a um uh I think I got like a corn dog. Oh, okay. Um and a some sort of hot dog, um, or you know, the veggie version of a corn dog. Gotcha. And then something with like barbecue sauce and onion rings, I mm. think. Okay. You know. Sounds pretty good. But yeah, if Mike if Mike wanted to go there and sing LA Woman in the bathroom where Jim Morrison did it. You could do that. You know, let people do that or you just Mike, do it on your own. This is Los Angeles, Mike. You <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. And all right. If anybody gets on you, you know what you do? You hand them up. You just hand them some money. Just <laughs> slap a thousand dollar bill in their hand. They give you a hard time, but you can't do a number two while you sing. All right. You're on probation. <laughs> I'm, 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 what I'm Jason HR for that? <laughs> the singer from Bad Brains. Yes, be, yes. He will be interviewing you. Good, good. Um, no. Well, what Jason just said just like gets me to thinking. Just like, how did Jim Morrison come like come to the conclusion that he should record his vocals in the bathroom? You know. Yeah. Right. I think they might have just heard him in there and brought a mic in at some point. Just like, we might as well record this. <laughs> Sounds like he's having a good time in there. Are you singing a Hollywood bungalow, Mike? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Um, and so you, what was the other recommendation, John? Oh, well, the LA Conservancy has a bunch of walking tours for downtown Los Angeles. So he could do like, histor- just see like historic buildings mm-hmm. or art deco buildings. That'd be fun. Um, if it, Yeah. I mean, that's similar to the Hollywood Forever cemetery tour that he might do with Chalky, you know, um, but that'd be like a good way to get some history of the city mm-hmm. you know um i do know i there was like earlier um this month there was like a bukowski bus tour that went a lot around los angeles i don't know if they're doing it again mm-hmm. but that sounds like something that like ap mike might be interested in what do you think Are you interested in uh, bukowski mike no i'm not really a fan of his okay but uh do they have a okay. tarantino do they have a tarantino uh tour Mike, I'll take you to the parking lot. I'll take you to the mall parking lot where uh, 
where uh, Bridget Fonda gets shot in uh, Jackie Brown. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll go in there the and then we'll use, the we'll use the Barnes and Noble bathroom after that. Uh-huh. And Pink's yeah. always has a crowd. Is um, that the story? What What is that parking lot again, John? It's the Del Amo Mall, right? In what, what area of town? The fashion fashion mall? Uh, Del Amo. That, like, it's in the South Bay. Okay. Yeah. Have you been there, Tom? I, I have. I've been there a long time ago. And somebody told yeah. me, it's like, this is yeah. where, this is where uh, Bridget Fonda got shot in <laughs> Jackie Brown. Mike, I'll take you to... <laughs> What's another good Hollywood uh, location Mike should check out, John? Like that's in a movie, that Blade Runner uh, building downtown, right? Well, that's the Bradbury building, yeah, which is like I think the, a part of the LA Conservancy walking tour. Ah, okay, I think you can also just go to the Bradbury building and just yeah, like take a look around when they're mm-hmm. open, you know. Okay. Mike, what, um, what would you think, Mike, about I, seeing uh, where the what's a good Hollywood moment? Well, there's the uh, planetarium, right? Griffiths planetarium, where La La Land, where they uh, had their their <laughs> their moment in La La Land. I was thinking of Rebel Without a Cause. Okay, Rebel and Rebel Without a Cause. You could check that out. The planetarium, yeah. And what's that movie? Rebel without a cause. What's that? <laughs> I know, but it's it's a color movie, Tom. It wasn't a black and white one. Okay. James Dean, remember that guy from the Eagles song? He's in all those paintings where it's Nighthawks yes. at the diner, but it's got Elvis and Marilyn Monroe, and the, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, in the wet, red windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where else can we take Mike? We could take Mike to Patty's, uh, where he could sit in the same booth that Barry from the show Barry sat in during the pilot episode uh-huh. when he decided to call himself an actor. That's true. Or you could take him to like um, location spots from the movie Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's true. Do you like that you movie, know? Mike? Nightcrawler? I saw it. Uh, yeah. What's another? What's a, what's an LA movie you like that like uses Los Angeles as a location? I know where we're going to take you to uh, the weekend's house, and you can check out where the Idol was filmed. You and me are both going to dress up like Tedros and go to his house. And is there a, a Rockford Files tour? Mike, I could the beach where the trailer was set up. Where is that again, John? That's out on the Pacific Coast Highway, right? Yeah, in Malibu. In Malibu, yeah. that parking lot is just a parking lot. That's out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Want to see? Rock I mean, if you're trailer? out in Malibu, you could. Yeah, if you're out in Malibu, you could also go to Zuma Beach, right? Where Neil Young got the idea for the album Zuma. There you go. About Venice yeah. Beach. Venice yeah. Beach, Mike, I'll take you. I'll show you where Barbie and Ken were rollerblading. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the 
take you to Century City. I'll show you where um, Ken went around and decided to uh, to rebel. Where else can we take Mike, John? Um, you could take him to the apartment building that's in the long goodbye. Yes. How about that, Mike? You know that apartment building? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Would you like to see that? Uh-huh. Yes, it's a long goodbye. Hello, AP Mike. Welcome. What about the uh, the one where it's got like a lift? You go, a trolley goes up a hill. Oh, that's over and that's downtown. That's the yeah. uh, angel lift, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called, John? Angel Flight. Angel Flight. It's called Angel Flight. I'll take you to that, Mike. It's a yeah, dollar. Yeah, I went on there. I'll pay it. I'll cover you. <laughs> I'll cover you on the way up. You got to get the way down. (laughs) No, then that's got a great base of angels. There's a great food court over there, right? Yeah, I was about to say that the Grand Central Market. The Grand Central Market. Yeah, most expensive sandwich I've ever had in my life was a lobster (laughs) roll there. I think it was thirty (laughs) dollars. Like one of those things where you order a thing and you don't realize, oh my God, this is the most expensive food I've ever ordered. What am I doing? Was it good? Yeah, it was great. But it it wasn't great enough. It wasn't $30 great. (laughs) The lobster better jump up and do a little tap dance for 30 bucks. Better get a song and a a, a show. Has anyone suggested Bob Baker? The Bob Mike doesn't like that. Mike's not a child, Jason. Okay, it's a marionette. Okay. Well, well, thank you. You're thank really you. I, I love it. I love it. But I love it. So do I, <laughs> Jason. Well, speaking, Jason, speaking I love Bob Baker's marionette theater as much as you do, but Mike ain't gonna dig it. <laughs> what if we drink beforehand, though? Uh, you, you, you're right, Tom. You, you, you're, you're right. I'm just saying I like it. I'm not putting yeah. you down, Jason. I've been to yeah. Bob Baker plenty of times. I love Bob Baker's theater. The Halloween show starts on uh, September Mike 16th. Mike doesn't care. You think he cares? <laughs> He's going to go watch Mary Mike's dance around? <laughs> Take Mike on the price is right. No, Mike's not going to care about any of this of marionettes. He ain't going to care. You know what I want you to see, Mike? The dispensaries. Okay. That's when you're going to love it. You go into a store that's like the Apple store, but they're selling that old sticky icky. <laughs> yeah, in Jersey, there's, you know, we have them, but they're limited. Mike, like, they're there's limited. not even one near me. Mike, it is harder. You will have a harder time getting things at a bakery. <laughs> it is harder to purchase things at a bakery out here than it is at a weed store. <laughs> you go in. They got this one gummy, Mike. This pack is 12 bucks. 12 bucks for 10 gummies. That's a dollar twenty a gummy. It's cheaper than one Pabst Blue Ribbon anywhere. I was uh I tweeted about the new Beverly. Yeah. As uh Bad Lieutenant Portacol New Orleans playing when I get in. Are you in in time to see it? Yeah, I'll be in earlier that day. Mike, yeah. We gotta see if they got tickets still. Those things sell out over there. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, Mike? I'll uh, 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 we'll figure this out right now. Let's see the new. I don't want any of the listeners rushing buying all the tickets now <laughs> to freeze Mike out. I want them punishing Mike. You do that. 
You show Mike respect. He's coming to Los Angeles for Christ's sake. There it is. Bad Lieutenant. And what day is it? Friday? Yeah, the Friday. The Friday. Friday the 8th? Yeah. Mike, I'll buy the tickets right now. I'll buy them right now. Sounds like fun, right? Who's in on this? Pat? <laughs> Pat ain't out into the... No. Jason? We'll figure it out off air. Yeah. You're going to see a movie at the New Beverly, Quentin Tarantino's Theater. You sure you don't want to go to a midnight show, Mike? There? <laughs> I think Django's playing. We could see. This is what we could see, Mike. Django. Fr- we see 7.30 p.m., Bad Lieutenant, Portacol, New Orleans. Then we float around a little bit. We go for the 11.59, the midnight showing of Django. Nah. Not nah. a fan. Then we go to the 10 a.m. showing of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> then we see Chicken Run at 2 p.m. Then we see Legally Blonde and 10 Things I Hate About You. Then we have a midnight show of True Stories. Mike, September 15th. 2 p.m. matinee, Fargo. Yeah, I'm leaving early that day. Uh, you you push it. Which day? <laughs> September 15th. Oh, no, I'm, I'm actually, yeah. yeah. I could do that. Look, we'll figure it all out. I've never yeah. seen Fargo. I'm gonna hide. You, you've never seen Fargo? <laughs> never seen it. All right. We might have to remedy this. We have a remedy, right? Na, 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 na. We have little girl guide. Stop your crying. I have the engine drivers here to dry your tears. Um, yeah, look, Mike, we're gonna. This is gonna be a killer trip. You're gonna have the best time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And you know, what we're gonna take you to Mike Fight Club. Well. <laughs> Me and Dudio go all the time. Way up in Van Nuys. We go to the fight clubs. <laughs> then we do some hard to- you ever see the movie Hard Target, Mike? Some of that hard stuff. Target. What's that about? Some of that stuff goes on out here too. <laughs> Most dangerous game. Okay, yeah. Uh, familiar with that one. Yeah. You know what they do? They hunt humans. That's it, it, that's very cold way of putting it. <laughs> very very uh, distasteful way of putting it, Mike. Let's just say the entire cast of Cheers is available to be hunted. <laughs> okay. There's nothing better. Trust me. When you're driving a jeep. With one of those nets, trying to uh, trying to ra- wrangle in John Ratzenberger, you're gonna love it. <laughs> AP Mike's coming to LA. Can't wait. It's gonna be a great time. Thanks to Todd Barry for coming on the show. I want to end the show with a song. We're gonna hear all of it. I'm not gonna hear part of it. 
We're going to hear all the Pat, would you give us some context for this song? We're sure. not done yet. We're not done yet, folks. We're going to hear a song. It's an important thing Pat wants everybody to hear. This is a debut. Um, this is the first release, I guess, for a new musical project I'm doing called Pat Burns Emergency Contact. And there will be other stuff coming down the road, but this is a track on the upcoming Mint 400 Records release, uh, Shane and Friends. That's Shane Michael Vidari. So uh, it's an album composed of songs that Shane wrote that other people covered. So he wrote this one. I covered it with some friends, and it'll be coming out this uh, September 1st. That's this Friday. And it's an amazing array of, of artists and um, musicians on this album. So everybody on Mint 400 Pat, record. It's very exciting. Congratulations. Let's end the show. We're going to hear all of it. Don't cut this one. Don't cut away on this one, please. What's the name of the song, Pat? It's called Up All Night, Scary Stories on the Internet. Scary Stories on the Internet. Up All Night, Scary Stories on the Internet. This Sunday, Meet My Friends of Friends is back over on the Patreon. You can also check out on Monday, I'm on the Hawk, baby. There's enough of me to go around 108.9 The Hawk. Meet My Friends of Friends. Here's Pat's song. See you next week. show is produced in partnership with the forever dog podcast network 
The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.